Welcome, Internet, to the PSVG Podcast. It's your boy, Dad Ninja Dev, and I am joined, as usual and as always, by my main man, Donnie, Eat the Hype, Reese. And Delvin, whatever the hell he's calling himself today, Cox. I was told if I don't say Cadillac on Mars on this podcast, I'll be fired. So, Cadillac on Mars. You're still on that podcast? You haven't already been fired? That's the only thing you do? I'm only on that podcast because I promoted on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's a damn shame. We are also joined by none other than the Platinum Princess herself, all the way from PlayStation XP, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you this evening? Uh, I just finished work, so I'm doing all right. Awesome. That's Straight good. off to work, right into the podcast. That's that's how it be sometimes. Yeah. Delvin, you should I'm, you should pay somebody to play the role as Delvin on the other podcast, like fake Diesel. That's a good idea. That's a really good fake, idea. You have fake Delvin's like the imposter. And then I people are like, this who idea. is this? Is it the real sting? Is it the fake sting? You, you need NWO Delvin I to like just this appear idea. on other podcasts. Just going there. Look at these lovely sense. emojis that Rebecca like something you should do. Yeah. Dolled yeah. up the channel with. I like them. They look great. They're amazing. I love this. I'm gonna take a screenshot of this as it layers over Delvin's face. Which which one? Delvin <laughs> wasn't the actual <laughs> fuck man. That should, yeah. That should be yeah. like the, my trademark. For our audio listeners. <laughs> Hi Rebecca. Kyle the Pug says uh Delvin wasn't the actual fuck man and it's right perfectly under Delvin, so cause honestly, that's a yeah. question we can ask every single week for you. That is accurate. Very accurate. I mean uh, you're you're just a special individual, but hopefully we get to see fake Delvin soon because that'd be awesome. We can just bring him here too because he's probably going to have a better name than whatever this nonsense is that you have. Yes, I've been threatened, yeah. so I have to put it Cadillac on Mars. You know, it comes I mean, out every month or something like that. What's I don't that know again? What's, what's what's that? What's that show again? Say it again. Cadillac on Mars, and it's one Cadillac as I've been told to say. Oh, because if, 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 if I say multiple Cadillacs, I may be tortured or something like that. I mean, you don't have to do anything. This You're a human being who has free will. No, that's not how that works in life. They, that's what they tell you. You have a choice to do whatever you want to do in life, but then life tells you no. That's not that's not how that works. Chalky's like, nah, Doc, I run this. Yes. Damn shame. Damn shame. Well... Welcome, everybody. I hope you guys are all having a lovely day, culminating in this wonderful, wonderful nonsense of a podcast that we have for you tonight. And let's get it started, as we always do, with uh, what you're playing. And Haley, since you are the guest, what you been playing? Uh, not a lot, but some decent stuff. Um, so it's been pretty busy at work. Uh, it's tax season, so that's that's fun. Uh, in fact, I have required overtime next friday and monday uh so fun anyways uh i've been playing uh cyberpunk 2077 uh the ps5 update which i'm still enjoying a lot um just taking my time going through it uh especially since i have to do a new playthrough since trophies don't count uh which you know is what it is i just finished happy together which is like one of the first missions you can encounter after completing act one no spoilers for anyone who maybe have waited till um the PS5 and Series X versions to jump in. Um, after Act 1, a lot of the side missions open up, and this one is, like, right by the starting apartment. So I just finished that. 
uh, actually managed to get the good ending for this quest for once, because uh, I've done it a couple times, and I've always gotten the bad ending. Um, so I got the good ending for it. Uh, the other thing I've been playing, which I've played a lot more of this week, is the Grand Theft Auto V uh, Expanded and Enhanced, which is not very expanded, uh, except in the fact of DualSense features. Uh, 60 FPS, very nice. The DualSense features, however, are actually some of the weirdest implementation I have. If you just idle in a car, you can feel it. Like, it will rumble the entire controller if you just sit there idling. Like, if oh, you... that's cool. Yeah. That's dope. So, like, um, I was doing a mission. Like, I, I'm starting the story from scratch. I could have imported one, but I just started over. So, like, I just finished the Vangelico heist. Um, and so then, like, did all the stuff as Trevor. Especially in the desert, you really feel the engine idling. Um, so that's nice. Um the the adaptive triggers for guns are nice as well um not as pronounced as say like borderlands 3 was with it or like um destiny might be i don't know if they have haptics or not they didn't played okay so um it's not as pronounced as that but it's there you feel it in the shotgun for sure but you definitely are only going to really notice that uh that feedback from the triggers on the shotgun, I wouldn't. I don't really notice it when using like a pistol or an assault rifle, but it's there and it feels great. Um, I'm not playing on the ray traced mode just because I want. Um, I watch the digital foundry better video and you get better frame retention uh, on the standard performance mode. So nice, very nice. Yeah, I've, I have not played that game. I heard it's good. Teeny tiny bit with it, um, and I played in the ray trace mode with the performance, and it looked it looked great, felt great. I'll probably go back to it at some point because that game, because of where it's set, always feels like me going home. So, just I need my 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 LA fix. Jump in the GTA Five, and it's very nice, very nice. What about you, Delvin? What have you been playing? I haven't been playing much of anything because I've been so busy doing dad stuff and like fixing things and all this type of crazy stuff. I've been doing errands and chores. Taxes. Yeah, taxes. You know things we Gotta do. do taxes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, only I play with Elden Ring. Actually, I play yeah, a little bit of Horizon, that. but I'm tired of talking about Horizon. God, I'd rather so. play, I'd rather do taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like doing taxes is like playing Elden Ring. Yeah, it's it's a gamble. <laughs> you, may, you, may, you may go go do good, or you may just get the shit knocked out of you by the government. <laughs> but but yeah. Um, so far, I like it. I've got to the open. I got to the open world part of it. It's a nice open world. It's cool. I saw the first boss in the open world. I guess he's a mini boss, whatever you want to call it. I saw him. I tried him one time. I said, nope, I'm not doing this. He smashed me super quick. Like, nope, not doing this. I went and got my runes, and I've been walking around the open world, killing things to get stronger. I, I kind of like the feel of it. It's not. I feel like it's approachable because I'm not having too like long as I stay away from that because it's a big. I don't even I don't even call him the boss. It's one of the, it's like a little boss or like this big like knight on this on this horse that's. As soon as you get no boy, he's right there just staring at you, and you don't have to fight him. So, I kind of like have been going around the area just killing creatures and things like that, trying to get stronger so I can build myself to fight him, and it's kind of fun. I'm kind of enjoying that aspect of it. So as long as I don't fight that guy ever, I'll be okay. But is this it's, your it's, first Soulsborne type game or 
No, I, I played uh, Sekiro for a little bit. I played um, Bloodborne. And I, okay. I, this one feels better to me. I like the I like the open world aspect of it, at least so far what I've seen, because you, you start off almost like Demon's Souls and things like that in these corridors and like this dungeon area and stuff like that. And you keep playing until you get to the open world. And once you get to the open world, it's not like it tells you where to go. You just kind of go out there and do what you want to do. And I, I'm like, this is kind of cool. You just kind of just going. Yeah, it's some goofy guy in the front tells you some something that I don't know what he's saying. Sounds like some token would say. And you just go out there and do what you want to do. And I'm like, this is kind of pretty cool. I, I like wow. it so far. So I I want to get cooler armor to see because I look I look like literally look like a barbarian. What starting class did you pick? I don't know. A warrior, I want to say it is. Warrior hero, I think they call it, or something like that. Well, there's all, ten of them, so. All I know is right. my man don't have no shirt on. He just have like a loincloth and an axe. I'm like, all right. My man, you think so you I'm going to some... go ahead and be Conan and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you don't think you need to get some armor or something to go through this and nothing like that? Nah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but it's it's fun so far. I like it, I is one of those games that I feel like after I finish Horizon, I'll get into and I'll get lost in the world. So that's a big positive of it. It's not as hard as people make it out to seem so far. Even when I was fighting that boss. Yeah. Even when I was fighting that boss, I wasn't like, I didn't feel overpowered. Hold on. (laughs) That is accurate. (laughs) For our audio listeners, uh, somebody in chat said it. So what I'm hearing is Delvin is picking on weak things and running away from bosses. That is accurate, yes. Accurate. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's fun. Like even when I was fighting that boss, I was like, this is it. I can see how I could beat this thing. I just need to get my armor up and get my stats up a little bit and this wouldn't be too hard. So overall, I like it so far. Don't forget, duck and roll, duck and duck roll. And roll. Unless you, unless you got the fat roll, then then you're gonna have problems. I'm not good at parrying. I I know that for a fact. I've tried. And I'm like, no, this doesn't work for me. In that in that game, at least. Roll it will be. Yes. Absolute shenanigans. Well, I hope you stick with it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it in like a month or two, to see if you actually stuck with it and played more of it, or just said nope. Moving on. I think I will. I wish. I don't know if they have an archer class. Like a like a, you could like when you can have like an archer instead of starting off with if they do if did, they did did you I, not look through the castes because I'm no. pretty sure one of those exists I just kind of went to the one I looked thought looked cool and said yeah let's do this <laughs> like, the shirtless barbarian is the one that looked cool to you you sure yes. you went through all ten of these classes I feel like you just picked the first one you saw pretty much knowing Delvin probably pretty much I whatever feel like, the default is whatever the default is i feel like if i would have got the archer i would be able to beat that like no, that night guy on the horse because i could just stand back and shoot at him and run away but i may okay. look at that later it wasn't that hard to get to that area so if i wanted to start back over it's it's feasible there you go okay Good to know. Good to know. Like I said, I'll be checking back on you to see your progress. We, we're going to have a, a progress check every, every week with you and Elden Ring, just, just so we can get shenanigans stories, because I'm sure there will be lots of nonsense on your end from this game. A, a lot of people are going to be disappointed. <laughs> 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 Look at what that progress. <laughs> oh, man. It'll just be a quick segment. Elden Ring check-in. Where are you? That's it. Real Still at that night. <laughs> I hit, yeah, I, I hit him I one time it. and ran. <laughs> I believe it. 
<laughs> All right, Danny, what about you, bro? What you been up to? What about you? What have you been up to? I always go last, but fine. I, mine is real simple. It's something nobody wants to hear. I've been playing Destiny. It's been Jesus. great. I finally Shock. beat the goddamn campaign yesterday. We did not raid like I said we wouldn't because we suck. We play this game and we're terrible. We just we are the most uncoordinated bunch of people you have ever come across. Um, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Just playing with my homies. We were just running around, acting a fool, trying to kill things and not getting anything done because the legendary mode is hard as hell. And uh, I finally finished the uh, the campaign last night. The story is incredible. Um, everything has been turned on its head. I cannot wait to see where it goes. And now we are in the end game. So time to grind some more level up, play all of these different missions, gather some gear and just keep murdering things. It's, it's been a lot of fun and I can't wait to get back to it tonight and play some of the stuff I haven't had a chance to play. So very simple, very quick update. Destiny. Thanks. Nice. All about it. Uh, well, I'm going to continue, continue my story from last week. I did jump in to Valhalla. I'm playing Dawn of Ragnarok. Um, I did level up my gear so I could take it with me. So before I even, I played, I think it took me about six hours to reach the level. Um, so I was just continuing the story and hunting down zealots and stuff until I reached the cap. And then I jumped in and uh, I'm having a good time. I'm looking forward to putting in more hours this weekend. It's really different um, and, and, and fresh in a, in a good way for me. Um I kind of wish it was, I said this, I went on um, Secret Friends Unite this week and I said it on their podcast. I kind of wish it was like, I want them to make a Lord of the Rings game because it, yeah. it, the Dawn of Ragnarok does feel very Lord of the Rings-ish. You know, there are like ravens that are on fire and there are these giant like dwarven halls cut and etched into the side of the mountains and stuff and these huge like, you know, statues. It just has like that big grand fantasy feel and um uh, I'm having a blast. I really am. It's, it's, uh, the combat. I don't know if it's harder. Uh, I think it's just a lot more of it. Like the, the yeah. camps and stuff are just, you know, bigger, grander, you know, more dense. Um, now when I'm going in and fighting, I felt like with Valhalla, like you jump into a camp and you, you know, like they'd have a camp that had, you know, say 20 people in it, but they were pretty spread out. Um, this will jump in and you'll have, it's more like, uh, almost like Arkham in a way that you'll have, man, you'll have 10, 15 people like just kind of surrounding you, at least in the first couple camps that I encountered. Yeah. So, uh, the combat is, is crunchier. There's more of it, which is fun. I like being actively engaged. I knew there were superpowers. Yeah. It's um, weird. it is, I mean, I, it makes sense, but what I, I just, I wasn't like following a whole lot of this, like as they were announcing it, leading up to it. And like, I just kind of knew it was coming. I knew it was on my birthday, right? It was like mm-hmm. Dawn of Ragnarok, March 10th. And I was like, Oh, it's cool. I'm going to play it. Um, really wasn't expecting like the world that they dropped you off into. It's like this giant lush world. Like I said, these giant, like dwarf halls, these huge pillars that are floating in the sky, this giant, I don't know, stranger things thing. That's like taken over the horizon over here on one side. You've got these big monuments and, um, you know, Zenith's like over here, like I'm riding an elk. It's just very mythical, uh, and fantastical in, in a really, really cool way. It feels, um, like I said, just different, you know, and, they uh, took, which is, they took the height cap out too. You can get pretty high now. Uh, even without oh, wow. the, without the bird, um, climbing, like you, you'll see like a big golden white mountain in the distance and you can climb to the top of it. I do it's know not, that you've got that, you've got that, uh. Like in your in your inventory, it tells you you've got that whatever that super buff or whatever you can just like jump off of everything. 
Yeah, yeah, if you've got five pieces of divine quality gear, which is the new gear quality. But, I like, you see those floating spires in the sky? Yeah. You can reach those. Yeah. And there's an achievement for reaching all of them. And that's, like, the craziest thing is that, like, it was just, um, it's very impressive. And it Mm -hmm. it really just scratches that that adventurer, like, itch for me when I got up there. And, like, you play through the prologue. And they bring you out and they walk you up to this, you know, very Zelda Breath of the Wild type of cliff. And you just look at the world in front of you and you're like... Oh shit! Here we go again. I'm about to redo. I'm about to do this all over again. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm riding elks and stuff. I'm like, man, this is great. Like this is just really, really good. I'm about to just do this uh, a bunch. So I'm playing a lot of that. Um, basically, all of my free time has been doing that. But I did take a minute to go karting. I checked out the new Mario Kart eight tracks. I let the Nintendo Shack go over them. Um, you know, more detail. But I liked them. It was more Mario Kart. Um, I said, again, I said this on the Secret Friends Unite, so if you guys listen to both those podcasts, I apologize for being redundant, but I, I do, it's not like it's a minor gripe, but I had a, I was a little, I wish they did a better job with the Nintendo Switch Online stuff. Like, uh, I knew it was coming out, I downloaded the update, I opened the game, I went in to go play it, I went to the Grand Prix, I went and found the new track, I clicked on it, I was like, you need to be a Nintendo Switch Online member to do this, and I was like, oh, I am. And they were like, well, like, do you want to click this? And I was like, yeah. And it just took me back out of the game and like opened the app. And then I had to navigate like through the menus to find the Nintendo Switch Online like perks menu where they have like this part of the thing. I'm sure if I went to the eShop, I could find it if I searched for it or whatever. But then yeah. I had to download it and then wait for that and then jump back in. I was like, oh, kind of wish. So like Nintendo has a DRM check when you when you when you play games, like you, mm-hmm. you'll click it and be like, Hey, we're checking to see if you can play this kind of wish like NSO should just be wrapped up into that. And at the very right. least, if I'm in the game and it's like, Hey, do you want to download this? Like do the check there. Yeah. Like yeah, don't send me out and do it again. Like, yeah. It's oh, just kind of a run around. Do you want to download it? Instead it's not of, hard. Yeah. I don't want to oversell. It's not hard, but at this day and age where we are, it also, you know, like when you buy an, ex- like I didn't have to do the Valhalla. I just opened no. Valhalla and it was like, here's the expansion. I mean, Go play. You know, like that's kind this of the is thing. Nintendo we're talking about. I know. I know. Like, no and that's surprised. why I didn't, I didn't want to go too so far. Sad. That ain't but. an excuse though. They, they got to be a little bit more better than that. It's a little close. Oh, that gonna, wasn't an excuse. Yeah. If no, you're going to push the subscription, like, I feel like that's kind of basic type stuff. Like if you're doing right. Yeah. And if you're doing the DRM check, what a better time to like, that should be a part of it. Like yeah. your DRM check should check that if you're a Nintendo Switch online subscriber too. Like, you could just wrap that into both things. I'm pretty sure those are probably the same servers. Especially if, <laughs> if, if, if Xbox yeah. and Steam and PlayStation yeah. and Epic can all do this while you have the game open. It's not like there's a separate NSO server and a you know a DRM ownership server. Like, that's the same server. That's account services. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought that was a little... I thought it was worth bringing up. But, you know, I played the tracks. I guess the, the important part is the gameplay. And it's great. Um, it looks great. It plays great. And, you know, I felt, I don't know. I, I didn't have crazy expectations, but it's just more Mario Kart. Right? Like, right. uh, it's new Mario Kart, but it is, it does. I did feel like after, say, I played it with uh, Jack, maybe 20 minutes. After about 20 mm-hmm. minutes, I was like, yeah, it's more Mario Kart. And I guess, hey. I, I'm just waiting for you to rank all the, the new rankings. That's what I'm, I'm not doing. For. That. Sweet hangs rankings, uh, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so after like 20 minutes, like, I just kind of, pulled up uh the other game that i'm playing which i'll go into a minute and just like let the kids play for whatever reason maybe i just wasn't in the mood um you know it's not like 
oh, it's like a brand new Mario Kart game. I didn't feel that way. I just felt like it's more Mario Kart. It's more stuff I've already played. Um, so the game that I am playing, um, kind of on the side is I've been feeling like that Zelda itch for a bit now since, since playing Breath of the Wild, um, over Christmas, uh, for the third time. I was like, man, I really want to play a Zelda game. I don't want to go to Wind Waker yet. I, I'm tr- still holding off for hope that it comes to the OLED one day. That'd be the best way to play that game. So, um, I pulled out the 3DS and started playing Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. And, um, just, yeah, just, I mean, that's a great game. I won't go too far in detail, but it's been a great little couch game that I've been playing with me and the wife are sitting on the couch watching TV and stuff, which I've done a lot of. I've been in like a movie kick. Um, after like mm-hmm. taking like two months, three months off of like, so we do decade of horror, like leading up to October. Right. And I watch so many scary movies for, for like that one podcast mm-hmm. that I kind of have to like cleanse my palate. So I just went months without watching any. And now. Like that, that urge is starting to bubble back up. So I've been buying a bunch of horror movies. I've been watching horror movies like over the weekends and stuff. So I've been doing that. Um, so I've been wanting something to just kind of play on the side. And that's a great game. If you guys never played it, Link Between Worlds is great. So you're playing while you're watching the movies? Like sometimes depends on the movie. I, I will never understand. Like I played it while I was watching that. Jackass today. Because I don't need to like 100% focus on every word Jack is saying. I, I, I can't. I can't separate. Like it's it always amazes me. You know, I mean, I, I'm just. Uh, I can't what about do it. Podcast while you play a game, you can't do that. Yeah, I don't do that. I can't. I, I do that because all the time. Yeah, I do that all the time. It too. might as well not be on. Like I, I do not have the ability to divide my attention in such a way that I can pay attention to more than one thing. If I'm playing a game, whatever's in the background, it might as well not even be on. Like it uh, just, I just can't. Weird. Well, I don't Speaking usually of- do that. I usually play. I usually um while I'm watching TV, I'm, I'm building something like a shelf or like that's yeah, what I've been doing all I week. Do building shelves and I do that a lot with uh, cleaning. Uh, like uh, every time I'm cleaning, I've got something on. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, that's how I finished watching uh, Cuphead this past week. The the se- whole season of yeah. that. I, I, yeah, I, I can't do that. If either. it's a very like engaging movie, then I'm not doing that. Of course, I'm oh, not doing yeah, it all absolutely the time. Not. But like, if it's like a TV show, like my wife loves to watch TV, and half the time I'm not barely, I'm barely paying any attention to the stuff she's watching. You know, so I'm just kind of there. I'm just there to be present. So yeah, I bring my 3ds with me, and um, Link Between Worlds has been a lot of fun to go back to because this is this will be the second time that I've played it. First time that I've played it since it released. When it released, I wasn't as high on it as everybody else was because to me it was just linked to the past which is obviously what it's supposed to be um but you know like it's remixed it's retooled it's a you know it's basically a remake but it's new it's different um but i think over the years have gone on as we've gotten like other zelda games and ports and like i think especially after um was the other Zelda game that we got Link's Awakening? Link's Awakening, yeah. like Link's Link Between Worlds, is way better than Link's Awakening. So as I've played other games, I'm just like, man, that game was that game was probably a lot better than I even gave it credit for. Because to me, it just felt like I was playing something old. And I guess now that I'm playing it again with uh, just a different time and place, I feel like it's yeah, I, I'm realizing how how new it was. Um, so I'm enjoying it. It's it's really really good. So uh, I'm doing that oh, on the side. Of- Donnie, I just want to ask, was Jackass Forever on Paramount Plus now, or is it Yeah, else? I jumped in today for the trial for Game Pass and get the Game Pass perk, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool because Scream is also on yeah, Paramount Plus. Yeah, which is Plus, how I watched it. So. Which is, yeah, so I'll get to watch the new Scream this weekend as well, and then the Halo show drops tomorrow, which mm-hmm. is yes. why I joined, so I wanted I wanted to make sure that Jack gets to gets to watch the new Halo show, which apparently is good, right? That's what the yeah, internet was saying. Yeah, I've heard reviews are pretty good. good. 
So maybe I'll watch it with them. Maybe we'll hear all the ups and downs. Well, I mean, uh, so some people hate it because, and I quote, they haven't watched the show, but they're upset that the directors chose not to look at the source material. uh, And by that, they mean the games. That's not at all what I've heard. But it's people who've actually watched it and just didn't didn't care for it. As somebody who played the games, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I could hold them to that. I don't think that's necessarily a story that needs to be yeah, told. exactly. In television. <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys can do whatever you want with Halo. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about this. This isn't all that important. Um. So, yeah, I've just been playing, honestly, in all seriousness, I've really just been playing Valhalla. Like, once I started, like, I got Ghostwire Tokyo. I got my pre-order. I downloaded it. It's there. And I just don't think I'm going to play it for a while, <laughs> which is hilarious because it's like I just... I can't, and like I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, you know, juggle Kirby with Valhalla. So I, I Ghostwire Tokyo is just gonna have to sit on the side for a minute. Um, but what I honestly, I didn't fill out our notes because I've, I've had a busy afternoon. But I completely forgot. What I almost completely forgot to mention is I bought my Steam Deck this week, hey, which is the most great. exciting news. My number got called. Come on down. I am in for a 512 gigabyte Steam Deck, which That's is very great. exciting. Because the friend Johnny of mine that I'm buying it from, final form. they are setting it all up for me. So I'm I'm even getting like the full service. So they're going to do all the launchers. They're going to do all the controller mappings. They're going to do all the emulators and load all the ROMs. So when it is delivered to me, it'll just be ready to boot up and play. I'm very, very, very excited. That's probably the most exciting thing that I've done this week. I cannot wait for my Steam Deck to arrive. I've got- That's awesome. I've got like a laundry list of games that I want to go back to. Like I'm kind of, I don't know. Um, Far Cry I f- Five, it's I, coming. That's that's a really good one. I feel like I'm in a different place, like in like the type of games that I'm wanting to play than mm-hmm. I was maybe five years ago. So I'm I'm kind of really excited to maybe give some games that I didn't play before another chance. Like I'm thinking of playing Deus Ex, or maybe giving Dishonored another try. Ooh, which um, Deus do Ex? I do The Witcher Three? Which I played and wasn't into, but like I feel like maybe now I'd be way more into it than I was then. Um, you know, after Valhalla and after Odyssey and Far Cry and all this stuff kind of stuff I've done, and there's a lot of similarities there with with The Witcher. And so I'm excited to maybe I might just start playing some old games, which I don't necessarily think would be great for the podcast, but um the Steam oh, Deck is gonna be. be a really fun way of maybe giving some games another try. Like I wanna give Phoenix Rising another try. Dev, I bought Jedi Fallen Order. Who knows? Maybe I'll give, it a, I'll give it another I'll try. I'll be very well, interested to see I, I, your take I on that. I love Jedi Fallen Order. Actually, uh, this is unrelated to games, but still cool. Cameron Monaghan actually got his own lightsaber handle, and they're selling it at uh, the Star Wars. Uh, My son wants yeah, one of these things that. so yeah. much. He wants a helmet and a lightsaber. Yeah. And I see the lightsabers like on TikTok and stuff, and I just thought it was special effects. Do they like legit like expand and glow like that, or is there like a tube? Uh, like, how does that work? It's, it's a tube. It's a, it's a tube, but it's like tube. they do glow and like. But um, when you see it, the hilt, I don't see a tube. Like, does it? You connect it or something? Like you, uh, it depends. It depends. There's different tiers. There's okay. different tiers. He wants buy. a really yeah. nice one, an expensive mm-hmm. one. He's trying to do all these chores for it, and I asked him, "I was like, what the hell are you gonna do with that?" I was like, Same "What are you gonna do with a helmet?" I was like, "What are you gonna do with a helmet?" And he goes, "I'm gonna wear it." I was like, "Outside, like to play?" And he was like, "No, just in my room." What kind of yourself? You're going to sit yeah, in your man. room with a helmet on. What, uh, where, you, what helmet does you want? You've not seen people with the Boba Fett helmets or the Mandalorian helmet? But they just, just sit in their on. rooms by themselves with the helmets on? 
I mean, why not? I mean, now, you're right, Dev. You know, he wants to put it on display. He's like his daddy. He wants to have all these things. And I had to sit him down. And I was like, now, here's here's the thing, son. You need to listen to me here. So your dad's got adult money. He can buy <laughs> Chucky dolls. Yes. You don't have adult money. I'll and I ain't giving you mine. Yeah. So I need you to focus on school. Go so you can have your own adult money. And you can live in Star Wars land all you want when you're 25. Right? Yeah. That's how that works. He did I mean, like at least he's at least he's trying to do chores and stuff to be like, hey, this is what I want for you know. Birthday, yeah, but it's I got to think up something. some stuff for him to do. It's hard for me to find stuff that I'll pay him to do that just isn't just regular chores. <laughs> Which yeah, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, but you are the cut. Son. I'm saying, cut that yard. Justice for Jack Part Two. You guys, I he did let me trade in Arceus. We got rid of that. I was so happy. I just <laughs> skipped, I skipped to GameStop. I was just I was whistling. It put me in such a good mood. He's like, Dad, you can finally, you can finally trade this in. So he played it for a while, didn't, that didn't he? He did, yeah, he did. He did beat it. Um, so there you go. He, good. he told me he was going to do the end game and everything, and he just didn't. Yeah, so, that's yeah. what I've heard about Arceus. It's look, look, you're not going to find any love for that game. I've watched him play it. It's, <laughs> it's bad. I honestly can't think of a Trash. game that's gotten such high praise that looked like it ran so poorly. Like it looks so bad. <laughs> I was like, this is a joke, right? They're, and it's not just like little grass popping. There are entire mountains and stuff that popped in in real time. We're like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> it's yep. like a PS2 game. Um, but, but when I say those things, I get yelled at because Nintendo graphics don't matter. You're supposed to like the games. <laughs> that's the, not the, graphics. That's, that's performance. Yes, one and stuff. Performance matters, damn it. it. God, it was, it was bad. <laughs> it was Either way. Real bad. Find Jack some chores so I can see his final form with him rocking some J's, a Boba Fett helmet, and a lightsaber. All he right? wants a <laughs> clone trooper helmet, not stormtrooper. He wants a Even clone better. Trooper helmet. Clone trooper is pretty cool. And he wants this is a, lovely. He wants a beam saber or whatever. A beam saber? Lightsaber. The, the dark saber? Or? See, I'm thinking like beam katana. See, if it was No More Heroes, it'd be cool. Like, now we're talking, but it's... See, it's Star only Wars, called a beam katana because they couldn't use lightsaber right, legally. But, but it's better. <laughs> the fact no, that you said no. beam saber, just... That's dead, dead talk. I don't, <laughs> I, don't do, I don't do Star Wars. You, you know? don't do the Star Wars? It's okay. Look at John 32 <laughs> gameplay over performance. What gameplay? It's like, you sneak yeah. around and just... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some of the look, Pokemon in the game, and it's like I'm sorry. <laughs> I know there's look. There are a lot of po- there are a lot of podcasts out there to tell you how great your purchase of Legends Arceus is. It ain't this one. Donnie's gonna tell you <laughs> these aren't the money. podcasts you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You don't do Star Wars. <laughs> oh, excellent. D Life, if you uh, lost your damn mind. I was going to say, can we mute him? Is there a way to just like kick him out completely? Because that, that shit will get you banned. Yeah. All right. Now you bugging. <laughs> you tripping. First Apple, oh. now this. It's time for you to go, sir. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> On that note, Donnie, let's get into the news. We've got a new one again. So once again, guys, if you want to be a part of the show, whip out that phone, record yourself saying something, send it to me. Just like Paul Calico did. As the wheels keep turning, the doors keep opening. To the news! Thank you so much, Paul Calico, for that amazing transition. I like it. So we got a lot of PlayStation news, which is great because we've got PlayStation folks on the show. Uh, Gran Turismo went offline last week. Gran Turismo 7 
now has the dubious honor of having the worst Metacritic user score from a game from PlayStation Studios after the 1.07 patch took the game offline for a little over 30 hours with 4,300 user reviews coming in to drop it down to a 2.3. Um, Congratulations. Not That's only, quite a accomplishment. Not only did the game go offline and players weren't able to play because of the DM, DRM policies that Gran Turismo 7 apparently places, like you couldn't even play, like you could play one race basically yeah. offline. Like the entire game is requires an online connection. So when the servers went offline, the game was basically rendered um, unusable. They also wow. nerfed ton of races payouts. Now, I'm not into the PlayStation ecosystem, so if you guys heard a different story, please correct me. But as I understood it, there was a Reddit thread that basically calculated the easiest way to farm credits. Mm -hmm. And they had like a list of courses. Like if you do these, this will net you the highest. And we we talked about this when it came out, right? They turn the microtransactions on after reviews come out, Mm -hmm. which is a trend that we're seeing games with a lot of microtransactions do. Get those nice review scores that you turn on. And there was a lot of people complaining about microtransactions. So they're trying to figure out the best ways to earn credit without paying for it. Yeah. And apparently this patch nerfed that. Like all of those that, that Reddit thread that I was looking at, like 95% of the tracks that they were listed, all of the credits were, were basically cut. Like what you used to get from this one now or less. So not only did they take the game offline for over a day, but when players came back to the game, they realized that they had to grind even more for the credits or pay for the credits. Creator Kazunori Yamochi responded in Grand Theft or in Gran Turismo 7. I would like to have users enjoy lots of cars and races, even without microtransactions. At the same time, the pricing of cars is an important element that conveys their value and rarity. So I do think it's important for it to be linked with the real world prices. AKA Ooh. fuck your house. <laughs> like, that's, basically. That's so rude. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Care. I cared about the actual price of cars. Now, that was something I was paying attention to. I, I would probably be able to buy the cars. I'm playing a yeah. video game. <laughs> Listen, video this game. Ferrari costs a shit ton in real life, so it's going to cost you a lot in the video game as well. That's so stupid. That's also. That's, I, I, was, I was a little. So I, I started retweeting this news that came out just because. Like, anytime a game goes offline completely, it's like, that's news. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. And I remember in our Discord, right, when the mind tra- microtransaction stuff came out, I tried to post them out, and people didn't like that. They were like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, Kevin said right. it wasn't a big course, deal. Of course. The only Kevin person didn't. who played it. Anybody yeah. played uh, it before they went live, too. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the person who reviewed it didn't have a problem with it, because so, I could get everything. I was a little taken aback when I saw that quote. I was like, yikes, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> a bad one. imagine? That's like... That's John Garvin days gone. If you want a sequel, buy the game at full price. Dude, is, like, if Phil Spencer bad. said this, people would have been up and arms. Yeah. Like yeah. some shit like this came out before. Too. Also, I should note, as of today, the re- the user score for this game on Metacritic is no longer 2.3. It's 1.6. Oof. Don't worry. They're going okay. to start charging you for gas soon in the game. <laughs> you want to drop those oh, cars. No. So <laughs> what came out after this was that Grand Grand Turismo 7 players on Reddit have discovered that via PlayStation Now Remote Play, they have built a script that will race the courses for them so they can grind credits without paying for them afterwards. So we've got people writing computer scripts to complete races on their own (laughs) to get credits so they can buy cars in Grand Turismo. 
Um, after the Hogwarts Legacy state of play last week, they had to officially respond to people asking on Twitter to make sure there were no microtransactions included in the Hogwarts game. Yeah, they also finally <laughs> confirmed that game is not has no multiplayer element at all. There is no co-op, yeah. no multiplayer, no nothing. So uh, thoughts that it did. There were thoughts that it was going to be co-op. Really? The developers I think honestly, I think after Gran Turismo, it was just on the minds of PlayStation centric yeah. players. They were like, "Hey." Yeah. We're gonna run into this too. <laughs> so Don't fuck uh, this up. <laughs> Gran Turismo's having a having a time, having a, it, a, an oh, interesting it week. Sure is. And yeah. I think they I, to give them some credit. Didn't they give players like a million credits or something when the game came back online? Honestly, I don't know. I You're asking no like idea. I think the three people who haven't played. I it think somebody. Well, I, 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 I think when it came back online, they realized that was a pretty big fuck up, and they were like, "Here's some free money." But they still nerfed everybody else's courses, so also, long term. Also, 30 hours offline for your newly purchased $70 video game is, uh... That's, yeah. That hurts. Yeah, so, like, the people that are really against, like, the, you know, digital future of video games, like, there's a, here's a feather in their cap. Oh, yeah. You'll be hearing about this. This is going to be, like, you know, ground zero for them, the front line, for years to come. And we're like, yeah, you just buy that game. It's just going to turn into Grand Theft Auto 7. It wouldn't have mattered no way. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't have mattered anyway. In more uh. PlayStation news, PlayStation announced that they will buy Jade Raymond's Haven Studios. Um, this is first Sony's first developer in Canada. They're currently working on a live service game for PS5. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about this because I haven't been in the Discord a week. I said it last night on Secret Friends Unite. I think this is basically non-news. Yeah, it's not news. It's there's, not, okay. there's, there's no news about this game. Like, Jade Raymond's great, but Jade Raymond hasn't made a game since Assassin's Creed. I just, like, like PlayStation funded, like, the seed project, the startup, yeah. right? So yeah, they basically like announced the that, that they're making. They're yeah. buying the studio that they created. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The studio is already not making news. an exclusive, so it's Okay, like, oh, I, I didn't know on. if that was just, no, like, an anti-Sony no. take. I was like, is that no, just no. me? Am I the only one that feels that way? Because I was like, no, it, until we know what the game is, this just really isn't news. That's not news, because, again, like... Like I said, I love Jade Raymond's ideas. Like, they're great. But honestly, Jade Raymond hasn't had a chance to work on, like, a full video game since like, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, because so, they keep... What was the last Creed she worked on? Oh. Um, I'm gonna think... I think Black Flag, honestly. Really? Yeah. Uh, probably. That was, is so long ago. <laughs> uh, here, let me let me look this up, because I'm on my computer, so it's a lot I want to say it was, um, like, 2017 or something like that with the last one. Jay Raymond? Flag? Absolutely no. Black Flag was like 2014. Yeah. Um, games. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Assassin's Creed Unity was, Unity was the last Creed Unity. Jade worked on. Uh, she also worked on Far Cry 4 as the managing director. Uh, then there was the Mighty Quest for Epic Loot and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe you yeah. guys are getting something akin to that. I'm interested in knowing what the game is. So look forward I to mean, that. Yeah, the last two things she was working on were like shuttered single player story games that got mm-hmm. canceled because people thought those were that was no longer a thing. Yeah, she also did work on Watch Dogs. Yes, right. Nice. And then in today's news, um, this was place funny. it place it PS5 firmware got updated. Um, they're bringing features like open and closed parties alongside the PlayStation app and PlayStation remote play updates. They did announce that VRR is coming soon. I have not checked on this news since I saw it this morning, but when it went live this morning, it took people's PS5s offline. Has that been uh, fixed? 
uh, A, it's been fixed. B, it did not take everyone's PlayStation 5s offline. It only took Europe and Japan offline. Okay. Uh, I saw I, that it was taking... I uh, saw some people in New York also. Yeah, I was going to say, the people I follow, it wasn't that their PS5s are offline. It's no, that they it couldn't telling, access online services. Yeah, it was telling mm-hmm. them that they did not have PlayStation So, like, any online play, any mm-hmm. lobbies, PlayStation Plus stuff, like, none of that stuff was operational. It was operational, but also not. Like, it was very random who it affected, because uh, I, like... So, uh, this firmware update, I've been beta testing it for a while. So, like, um, I think, Dev, you were as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Dev and I have had these features that went live today for a while. Um, Not the VRR, but the new, like, UI updates, the new trophy tracker, um, the new open parties, which weren't really useful in the beta because nobody else had access to them. Like, only people who were in the beta could see open parties. Uh, but now everybody can, so hopefully it'll be a more useful feature. Um which is what we wanted because open parties were from the PS4. Like you could just hop into a party and everybody could join. Um, but um, all of the UI stuff, uh, the share, the new share play features and stuff like that. And rem- like that stuff's great. Um, but it was just nice to see the beta tag on the bottom of my UI go away. Um, but so when I updated it this morning at eight 30, I was able to like join parties, um, access multiplayer titles, like I could boot GTA line online just just fine, and nothing, nothing gave me an issue. But other people, like Jim Sterling, for example, booted up. Um, uh, was he Elden also Ring. a beta tester? No, Jim Sterling, uh, or sorry, James Stephanie Sterling, because that's what they go by now. Um, they booted up Elden Ring this morning, and it was like, "What's this about not being able to verify?" So I was wondering if it had something to do with you just being a beta tester. No, I don't think so, because there were other people I know who didn't have the beta update who could access stuff just fine. Okay. Um, but they they ha- they popped in Elden Ring, and Elden's like, can't verify PlayStation Plus subscription. But either way, it's been patched now, so you're yeah, fine. Yeah, it's, Everybody, it's you're fine to upgrade now. It's okay. Yes. Story's over. Um, In more troubling news, we've got reports for more poor dev conditions um, that surfaced last week. GamesBeat ran a story that I've been anticipating for several weeks now as the games beat groove been kind of hinting and teasing at it um just kind of beating around the bush um of bad studio culture and bad things happening at moon studios which is unfortunate because they make ori for anybody that doesn't know who moon studios are and ori is one of my favorite games ori 2 is one of my favorite games um it was just upsetting to hear um jez added a bit to it on the xbox 2 podcast i believe um I'm, i'm I wrote that from another article that I read. I didn't listen to it. Um, but he did basically, I think the summation of what he added to it was, this is why Xbox didn't buy them, which I thought was an interesting, that feels like an easy stone to throw in light of what's been said, but it's like Xbox just bought Activision. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that exact same thing. <laughs> so like, which... there's a part of me that just at least wants to call a little BS, like, okay, Jess. I'm not saying he's wrong. He might be completely no. right. He knows people more than I do. Yeah. But it's just a Did, really, that's a weird stone to throw, like right Did, after they bought Act- Activision. Didn't Moon Studios also start like publicly dissing like Xbox high ranking staff too? That's, yeah. And that might have been a part of it as well. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not calling him a liar. I have no idea. I don't know those people. Um, but in the GameSpeed article, um, several former devs classified the place as an impressive place to work. With lots of offensive comments and unprofessional behavior um, being done in the in the vein of jokes, which I actually thought was a 
I think it's a it's a interesting conversation to have because I feel like of of people in our age bracket. Obviously, I think the creators of Moon are a little older than me, but you know, people that I guess cut their teeth coming up through the '90s, whether it was like working employment or kind of coming of age. I can 100% understand maybe where they're coming from because we grew up kind of in that South Park jackass generation. I could mm-hmm. see how somebody like that coming off like the 80s, like Boone, you know, the 90s with that pop. There was like a big counterculture to like, you know, pop marketing corporate culture. You know, nobody wanted to do any of that. So it was kind of like a, a you know, I think a, an inherent resistance to that, like amongst the youth, I guess. If I'm trying to surmise. So I could see somebody wanting to still be edgy and cool like they used to. And, you know, they were doing crazy video game things back in, you know, 1999. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make excuses for them. Um, I should state what they're really accused of isn't the same thing, like, or even remotely close to like some of the things that Activision, for example. This is more or less jokes, inappropriate behavior singling people out, you know, things like that, which is interesting in the, in the sense that I, I think ultimately when I was reading the games be thing in full detail, it honestly made me reflect because I'll joke around with people at work too. And several of my people at work will. And, and I think this comes down to like, if you're going to have that type of workplace environment, it probably needs to be small and yeah. it needs to be very selective on who you bring in. And as the price of success and growth comes the the probably the loss to that you can't run a global yeah. studio and a professional business making millions of dollars and still act that way yeah you know yeah. like you need hr in today's day and age like you can like there's several times even i have to remind myself like you can't just act however you want at work like what no. you do at home or what you do on a podcast is one thing but when you're on the job that doesn't fly so I mean, even on a podcast, depending on who's with you, like you. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not definitely not condoning you know Hitler jokes and some of the other stuff that they were. Oh, they were making Hitler jokes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, <sighs> Which is so. Here's the thing: as somebody who uh, like, and this is where like this is why I thought it was an interesting conversation because as somebody who likes stand up, likes South Park, these are other places that do those same things. Yeah. And I openly, you know, subscribe to them, and I am entertained by them. But it's different when you go to work, right? It's different yeah, when you go exactly. to work. And if you're trying to have that type of environment at work, well, then you probably can't run a global studio with 70 employees. No. Because yeah. people, like, you need to run that with, like, four of your close friends that really get you at that level. Um, exactly. Otherwise, you're going to run into issues. You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. People need to realize that not everybody gets their sentiments and their humor. So sometimes yeah. some things need to, like, some people don't take jokes the way you take jokes. I know I've worked in cultures where people like want to crack jokes on people and things like that and job environments and they think that the person's in on the joke and a lot of times they're not in on the joke. They fucking hate you. (laughs) You have to kind of realize like maybe I shouldn't do that. This is the professional environment. Maybe I should act that way or I understand how people want to be outgoing. Just know who to do that with in terms of like, all right, this person does not appreciate these jokes, this humor. Let me keep those jokes and humor to myself when it comes to that. Because if you don't, you got to deal with the consequences of it. Because not everybody gets that. Yeah. yeah. Like you, like if you tell the wrong joke to someone, you could lead them down like a, a path. Of, like, Especially, worse. I think it also needs to bring up like if you're talking to a subordinate. Yeah. Yeah. 
but also like you could lead them down a path of like depression or worst case scenario like suicide like sometimes telling the wrong joke to someone could lead to disastrous consequences like especially in a workplace environment like i totally i get like that people enjoy south park and all that. And well i don't i'm not gonna fault someone for enjoying south park but like the, watching south park you have the context that you're watching like a comedic exactly show exactly at, at your job if someone comes up to you and tells a joke like did that, you read the like, article Haley? i haven't had a chance honestly, yeah the but... article does go to even further it's not just jokes either i want to be clear because i i know i'm i kind of I said that to make a point, but it's not mm-hmm. just jokes. That apparently, there were several times where somebody would design a character a level or something, and mm-hmm. their work would just be basically trash in front of everybody. Oh, so the artisan builds strategy. Okay. Yeah. So unprofessional behavior. That's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just unprofessional behavior. Which uh, Moon Studios did respond, and they more or less denied all of it and all that. But there were several former devs, and they are all former devs. Take that however you want to. If you want to be a cynic and say, you know, they don't work there anymore, but there are several former devs that came out even after response. They even went public after like they retweeted the article and they're like, here's my experience. And again, I, it's newsworthy. I think it's, Oh yeah. It's on us to reverberate these messages. So more people know about them. And as somebody who really loves moon studios, like, you know, it's not going to stop me from, I guess, probably being interested in whatever they're doing, but it's definitely going to give me pause. It makes me think twice. I'd, I'd like to hear better things than that. And then after the Boon Studios article came out, uh, People Make Games, which is a YouTube channel, came out with a giant feature on a bunch of different indie studios, including Mountains, which made Florence, which is an amazing game, and Fulbright, which made Gone Home and Tacoma. Gone Home is better than Tacoma. And um, they had a bunch of interviews from a bunch of different devs talking about their mistreatment at work and, and, you know, being taken advantage of, long hours and some emotionally damaging stuff and... That was important, you know. Um, I shared this in our Discord, and there are a few th- comments that were made in the in the guise of like everybody hates their job. Well, oh, more I than, saw that, and I was like, what? It's, why, it's more why than are that. we dismissing like they, this? They specifically said that in their interview. So if anybody had actually read the reports or the video, watched the video, and they would have seen that. It is more than just, oh, I didn't like my job and I didn't like yeah. my boss. Everybody goes through that. This was more, this was more, more pointed than that. So. Video games, you look, the thing, I don't want to bring the entire show down. We love video games. I'm sure oh, all yeah. these developers love video games. You got to remember that nobody's going to make a video when everything's going great. Nobody's going to do a featurette about the amazing experience that it was to make this game. Because that doesn't get clicks. So just remember that if you feel like, man, video games suck to work in, it's not everywhere. There's a giant video game industry, and I'm sure <laughs> there are good places to work. Um, I-, I will say this. I think this is a good thing. I think it's good that these stories are getting out there and people are telling their truths of what's going on because it's opening people's eyes to things, letting you know that, hey, this is some of the downsides to being a video game developer. Being a downside, the second video, the People Make Games feature at was a little, was a little like dampening to me because you figure like being an indie dev that that was kind of the point to get away from like giant studio culture and giant corporation culture and to be more flexible and be more open and to move, you know, and have more input and to hear some of their stories. It's like to be taken advantage of at an indie studio when there's like 20 of y'all that really yeah. sucks. Cause that, yeah. that's a big reason why I love to support indies is, is that kind of that 
entrepreneur spirit. Like we're just going to do it ourselves. We're going to make it happen. Just a small team. And it's like, I love seeing what they can do. And like specifically Florence, if you guys have never played it and gone home, like these are great games. So yeah. I I'll thought that sucks. So I'm with you, Delvin. I agree with you. It's, it's good that we hear about it versus just loving the games and thinking that they all went well. Didn't yeah. stuff about from software's environment come out as well. I I don't know. Uh, I'm I don't almost know I certain that. there are stories about every video game company and stuff like this because it's just it's this, it's the culture. Like no matter where you work, there's always gonna be some bad apples. There's always gonna be somebody who's a shitty person who works there. Shitty yeah, people get jobs. It's human Let's nature. Face it. Yeah, it's human nature. Unfortunately, we suck. And it's like you said, it's good that the stuff is brought to light so that we could we can you know force change like. And be aware. There's no reason for these things to continue to exist. Like the more they're brought to light, the more we can force ourselves to change and just be. You put pressure on the studios to Mm -hmm. make sure they don't do that. So, in more exciting news, Super Massive announced The Quarry, a spiritual successor and follow up to Until Dawn. This game is coming out, I believe, this June. It is a horror title that has you deciding the fates of frightened youth as you control nine camp counselors as a night of celebrating the end of summer quickly goes sideways. The trailer hints at the most dangerous game tale where someone appears to be hunting the counselors for sport. And the game features an ensemble of Hollywood stars, including David Arquette. Dewey! Ariel Winter from Modern Family. Justice Smith, Brenda Song. My personal favorite of the group, Lynn Shea, horror royalty, and uh, Lance Henriksen. This is so exciting for me. I oh, pre-ordered yeah. this. This is what I spent the RCS money on. Absolutely. It was like getting my copy day one. <laughs> Cannot wait for this. It immediately screams up near the top of my most anticipated titles. Oh, I, lo- be playing I loved it. Until Dawn. I'm stoked for this. we playing a day one. Well, everybody knows I'm a big Supermassive fan, so I cannot wait. One, because this looks like the Supermassive game I wanted for a while. Yeah. And two, that means we get two Supermassive games this year. So Which I mean, is what, wild. Yeah. So this has kind of been the game they've been working on in secret while they've been putting out these dark picture anthology games. Like, okay. And it kind of explains why those games don't always feel polished as they should because they were working on something else at the same time. And this looks great. I don't great. know about who picture who publishes the dark pictures. Namco. So this is being published by 2K? Yes. Yeah. And I, I noticed that when it was announced. I was hoping that maybe that is a nod that the game will be of maybe better quality. Possibly. Yeah, I hope. I hope. I, I feel like the, the Dark Picture I'm not Anthology expecting, game. I'm not expecting like a 25, 30-hour game or anything no. like that. I'm I think it'll be bigger. Game. I think it'll be bigger than the, um, the Dark Picture Anthology games in terms of game list and things like that. Until Dawn was only like 10 to 12 hours, which is yeah. about what I'd expect from like a 2K published. And, and the Dark Pit the Anthology games massive. are generally speaking like five hours long, maybe. Yeah. So Just with the cast that they have and everything, I was like, they probably they probably got a little more money to put into this one. Yes. I would imagine. They've got a little more time to put into it. So that's very excited. Got my pre-order. I'm going to play it on Xbox so I can play on the TV with my wife. We're going to have a blast. I'm super oh, yeah. excited for it. I'm going to. There's online multiplayer for up to nine people too. Like each, what each person can play like one camp counselor, which is that could be fun. I might do yeah. that in a replay. Yeah. 
I might actually I won't do play that on the that. first go around, but I might do no, that. No, I wouldn't replay. do it on the first go around either. But it, like Delvin, if you pick it up on PlayStation, I would definitely like play multiplayer with you. If I had nine people to play with, I might actually do that. I, like I believe that when it happens, I'm going to hold you to that. I, I like yeah, I definitely like that much. people on Xbox. I definitely won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like supermassive games that much, like big yeah. time. So. I'm super excited for this. This looks Why? awesome. Why? You'll play multiplayer if you get pressured enough. You tried to play multiplayer Dying Light 2 with me, and the servers you just wouldn't me have into it. it. You, you found my weakness. Guilt. <laughs> that, it you was not guilt. You I just asked if you wanted help. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get into some of the headlines. The Nintendo Wii and DSi shop channels went offline. Um, I did just check. They're still offline. Um, Nintendo came back and said that they've been down for maintenance. This is uh, unannounced maintenance, unplanned maintenance. I honestly think they tried to turn it off and was hoping nobody would notice. Yes. I was surprised the DSi <laughs> shop is still online. Yeah, no, honestly, like, the DSi sleep. shop is online. What the hell? Yeah, it does. It does feel like they they were like, we're just gonna turn just this shut it off knob see if, over here, see if and then people were like, hey, what are you doing? And they were like, uh, nothing. Maintenance. <laughs> nothing. So uh, yeah, maybe they'll come back online. Who knows? Uh, the Switch has folders now. You guys excited? Uh, I mean, if, if, I haven't if, turned my switch on in months. If you could have the folders on the main screen, yeah, sure. But you can't. The the, you can't have them on the main screen. They're exactly. on their own separate. Like you got to yeah. go What's to the, the all. You got to go to the all libraries thing. Then you can look at your groups and exactly. What's the point? That What's makes the no sense. Point. Yeah, oh, God, I'm with you guys. Just I was like, I, I saw the announcement and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then when I saw it, I was like, I'm never doing that. So. I think I saw like six different tweets that are like, why are we doing folders if they can't be on the main screen, Nintendo? Like, what are you doing? Pretty much. The 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 video that I saw, I saw somebody tutorial and they're like, this is really cool. Like, if you're looking for a specific game in your library, like you, I'm like, I've never been like, I can't find the game. <laughs> so. I have almost 500 games and all I have to do is sort by A to Z to find the game I'm looking for. Yeah. So, nah. Nah, son. Netflix Stupid. announced uh, a tech and anime series. Which I think looks pretty cool. That could be cool. They've been putting out some quality video game related stuff. I love what they did with Castlevania and like a Tekken thing like that would be cool. That was a good fit. Cuphead's really good. Tekken is great. I know it's not animated, but it's still video. It's like for kids because my son keeps seeing no. him and he's like i want to watch cup i'm like i don't uh, think that is for you son i don't he's i like, wouldn't he is i wouldn't say it's not it. for kids uh, well i wouldn't say it's for devs kid i would say it's for kids around yeah. eight or nine years old yeah, it's for every other kid except your, kid, your son <laughs> <laughs> i mean he'll be um, seven i mm, depends does he get does he get like nightmares because some of the designs in that show nah mm-hmm. kyle says he's excited he i'm glad somebody so. else was I think Tekken. I've never cool. liked Tekken. Fuck Tekken's Tekken. cool. Yeah, um, it's better than King of Fighters and half the other shit. Death the only is cool. the only thing I like uh, about Street Tekken, Fighter, bro. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. That's really it. The only thing I like about Tekken is that Negan was in it, and that's the only thing I know about Tekken. <laughs> I remember they on the Wii U they had yeah. the Tekken where the guys had Mario and Luigi themes. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Epic will donate all proceeds of Fortnite, which just launched a new season over the next two weeks to humanitarian aid in Ukraine. Last number I saw came out earlier today. They've already raised over $50 million. Yep. That, that's the last number they posted. Uh, we I also- bought a battle pass to support this cause. Oh, yeah. I- and I'm not sure if you guys know this. Jack told me, you they know. They took out building. They yeah. They took building you can't out. Build yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was build. like, that's so Good. cool. 
So we played it, and I had a lot of fun. And then Jack started spouting off a bunch of, this is how Jack made me feel old. I was like, this is so cool. And he goes, yeah, all the sweats are mad. I was like, what the, what the hell's the sweat? Oh, he's, like, okay. he's, like, they can't, so, he's like, they can't jump up and do 90s anymore. I was like, what the the fuck are you so talking about? You're, so Jack has you don't know what any of that means? I don't know what any of that means. The language of programmers. What? We're so old. Sw- We're old, Delvin. Yeah. Old sweats. Sweats. Essentially, you the you've new try hard. That term? Yeah, no, it's just a try hard. Like it's, it's a sweaty it's, lobby. It's, it's the new try hard. <laughs> and ninety oh, is God. when they do that stupid little. Hey, it's the last circle in the match, and they build like ninety feet in the air. They can't do that anymore. Um, yeah, Jack's Jack's just spouting hit me with all this stuff. I'm like, I'm I'm old. Uh, so this decision, this decision, uh, while great, uh, should be noted, I believe was influenced by the fact that it was due to unfortunate timing of the positioning and theme of their new season. Cause their new season is themed all around war, which, you know, with the conflict going on, um, that's what like it's a great decision. I'm not faulting the decision. I mean, it's I'm a just battle saying, royale shooter. So I was gonna I say I'm yeah, not gonna get too. Not, I'm not gonna yeah. get too up in arms over. No, no, it's exactly like, not. But like I just I, like, I feel like that's gonna a, shooter. It's a crucial yeah. part of the thing, right? Like they were advertising. A Stay story tuned for about the next war. Call of Duty update when they patch out guns. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, we're gonna patch it in radios like ET. You, you laugh, Slap but there's a rumor that Captain America is coming to Call of Duty. Uh, so like, oh, I definitely thought they were gonna. They, they, yeah, they've been a little late to the Fortnite party, but they're coming. Captain yeah. America. Like that once Warzone was announced, Epic had to be like, oh. There's a, there's also rumor about <laughs> Indiana Jones as well. <clears throat> I mean, I hell, they got Snoop Dogg. Might as well throw in Captain America, Indiana Jones sure. too. Snoop Dogg's in Warzone. Snoop, Snoop Dogg's mm-hmm. in Warzone. Yes. Oh yeah. I want to play. I want to play a Snoop also, Dogg. Delvin, they had Donnie Darko in Warzone, okay? Like, why? <laughs> why not? That's what, wrong you, what do you mean, why? Because it's interesting. Why not? <laughs> Snoop Dogg sounds cool in Warzone. I can imagine him talking and smoking yeah. weed while you're fighting. Well, he's had the commentary like, that. like DLCs and stuff for, oh, yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, so. Yep. Sniper Elite Five, talking about war, warring shooter games, will arrive on all <laughs> platforms in May 26, except the Switch, launching day and date into Game Pass. Sniper Elite, like, we don't give a fuck. We're, we're dropping uh, what we want to drop. Uh, no, oh, I mean, man, they, they should come out with the Putin Elite. DLC. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you can end this shit sell, yourself. That would sell hotcakes, I guarantee <laughs> yeah. you. Uh, I mean... I'm not bringing politics into this. It's just like that would sell hotcakes when you literally have a U.S. senator tweeting out assassination tweets. So like, yeah, yeah. Except we just hate that U.S. senator. So yeah, you, you, you're, not you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Move past that. Yeah. Godfall Ultimate Edition comes to Xbox and PC on April seventh. Why? Where a bunch of other people will still not play it, right? Exactly. Well, not PC. You mean Steam? Isn't it? It's already on PC. You just mean Steam? Is it? I guess. It's I don't coming know. to I think Steam. It's in the yeah. Epic Store. Also, I think it's in the Epic Store. Shout out to Randy Pitchford again tweeting a picture of himself holding the box when this news was announced and I'm just like you you you're not cool. This no. game wasn't good, right? That's my it my is, lasting it, memory is Dev and Josh it, played it and they were like it's it, not very good. I, I'll play it, it is not. It's okay. I have it's, played it's, maybe it's 4 hours of it. It's mediocre. It's fine. <laughs> it's a busy time to have a fine game release. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be a little bit better than fine these days to mm-hmm. to warrant attention. Also, the story is like complete nonsense. <laughs> aren't, aren't most Their of armor them... is very shiny. I'll say that. The arm, yeah. Right. The armor, the game looks it looks incredible. It's yeah. just not yeah. all not good. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Looks great. CD Projekt Red has announced that they are have begun working on the next Witcher game, and that they're moving 
to Unreal Engine 5 as part of a five-year partnership with Epic. Oh. Does this mean the next Witcher game will be Epic Game Store exclusive? Uh, so Probably. They actually, there's a tweet from Radic, uh, which is the developer who announced this or this news, um, who came out and was like, things we did not announce today. Witcher 4. We announced a new game in the Witcher saga. We announced Wit. a partnership. And we also announced, we did not announce a game being exclusive to one storefront. We will have more news. When I don't the think it would be ready. exclusive because don't they own, they own GOG, right? They do. Yes. Yeah, so I was just thinking it would just not be Steam. That doesn't Which mean is, it's exclusive. It just won't be on Steam. Yeah, that's just, that's basically what Epic's paying people for. Probably, you put your yeah. game anywhere else, just I not mean, Steam. Look, yeah. if it's only a five-year partnership, it doesn't matter because this Witcher game ain't going to be out in five years. So No, no <laughs> it will be. It'll be out in two and a half. You just won't be able to play it until year five. Also, there is keep, in mind, keep in mind, the switch to Unreal Engine uh, for this means that development may go smoother than before because uh their internal like their internal like their red engine uh has gave them a lot of issues with witcher 3 like it it literally like caused them severe issues yeah i'm all um, for everybody doing the unreal thing yeah. it seems like they've they've really nailed it should um, also note the cyberpunk twitter account came out later that same day and was like uh development on the cyberpunk expansion will be continued in red engine well, of course, you're not gonna I have two engines. That's switch yeah. in the middle of a. <laughs> no, I, I know, but like a. That would make any sense. The, on top of the Witcher game news, they came out and were like, "Hey, work on the expansion is continuing. Also, we're not switching engines. Also, uh, today, I think it was today, the developer also came out and confirmed that the uh, medallion that you're seeing in the Witcher image is a Lynx. This is a brand new Witcher school developed for the games." Okay. Do people care about that, Haley? That is that news? I don't uh, even know what that means. You said words. All right, Haley. Haley, yeah. it's my news segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> EA Sports PGA Tour has been delayed out of 2022 and will launch sometime next spring. So they didn't no just bueno. delay the game. They delayed the game by a whole damn year. No bueno. <laughs> not good. I not, almost, I almost not, spat my drink out. Not good. <laughs> Um, I wasn't expecting Sorry, this game Danny. soon because I would Sorry. imagine if they were going to launch, they'd want to launch before the Masters. Masters in like three weeks, so I, I I wasn't thinking this game was coming out. It would be weird for them to launch it in like June, <laughs> like after yeah. the Masters and after U.S. Open. It'd be really weird for them to launch it then. So when do golf yeah. games normally launch? Um, that's a good question. I don't know when they that's all. That's a very good question. It. I feel like they should. They I feel like most of them would launch in early spring. Like February, I mean, is March. there like wanna, a traditional like season? You want to get golf? out. The season really starts like technically like March, like it's happening now. But but most people don't. It's like basketball, right? Most people don't pay attention to basketball until Christmas. Most yeah. people don't mm-hmm. pay attention to to golf until the Masters. Like that's more or less when people are like, "Oh, golf's happening," you know. So I feel like most games where they'd want you to launch, they'd want you to launch before that. Um, but you know, like. 2K probably could have come out later than that. We still haven't heard anything from 2K, which apparently has Tiger Woods. I don't expect that they would delay because they've already had a game out, right? Like EA is making a brand new golf game. They haven't made one in mm-hmm. eight years. So they, I would understand. But 2K, I would at least have some hope that maybe they'll come out with 2K22 and, you know, have Tiger Woods in it. And I'll still buy it and play it. But I was excited for the EA one because apparently EA... Like EA just crushed licensing. 
So mm. 2K was like, we've got this awesome golf game. We barely have any real courses, but we're going to have Tiger. And EA was like, well, we're just going to eat your lunch because we're going to license the US Open, the PGA Open, or the PGA Tournament, the Open Championship, the Masters, the ter- the playoff. Like they just, the players. All the courses. Yeah, they basically licensed everything, not Tiger. <laughs> they they licensed the rest of golf. <laughs> Smart move, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I was eager to see both because here's the thing. EA has never made a game, a golf game, as good as 2K21. Like for all the faults that I had, and I had several with with 2K's last golf game, it is still a really good, like fundamentally, mechanically, is very good golf game. So EA's got a lot to do, a lot to prove that their game is going to be good. Oh, you know, we're looking at another NBA Live situation. So remember, Mike, like their McElroy PGA Tour sucked. That game was hot trash. So. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, delayed to spring 2023. Not surprising. Was it supposed to come out this year? It, they, it was. It yeah, was I think originally. Yeah, they dated it. Yeah. Uh, they, they announced last year that both Gotham Knights and uh, Suicide Squad were dated 2022. And when they said that, funny. I said, that's big cap. Yeah, <laughs> I 100% believe that nonsense. And then Jason Schreier came out earlier this year and was like, "Hey, I've quite I've heard that quietly Suicide Squad has been delayed till 2023." And then uh, people were like, "Hey, I'll believe it when I see it." And then they came out today and announced that it's it's been delayed. Which and Jordan sense. in the chat says golf season starts in September, and he's right. But a lot of people don't pay attention to the winter golf circuit. Can I was gonna say, can you golf in the winter? Is that well, possible? they they take a break and then they play like the Hawaiian swing and the California swing. But here's the thing: those early terms of the year. None of the stars play it. They're all off. So it's like a bunch of dudes you've never heard of. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Is it really even happening then? Exactly. No. That's the point. <laughs> um, AMD's DLSS competitor, FSR 2.0, is coming to Xbox. Will it be available in the Xbox Game Developers Kit for developers, but no TETA on when Xbox uh, games will actually utilize it? Which ones are coming up will use it? I don't know what any of that meant. It's there. It's AMD's upscaling stuff. It's yeah. not as good okay. as DLSS, but um, but our consoles don't have tensor cores, right? So they can't even do DLSS. No, no. Yeah. it's an AMD chip, so it can only do yeah. the FSR. So basically, what this means, as Rude Day asked, he said, "Can you give us a game tech segment tonight on tonight's show so I can understand what this means?" Basically, what it means is that they can take a game, have a a lower native resolution, upscale nope. it to a higher resolution. And then have really good frame rates. That's basically what it is. It's not that's, that great. I mean, at least on PC, yeah. the implementation of FSR isn't that great. That's 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 the 1.0 version. The 2.0 version is better. It's still not as good as it's DLSS. Not DLSS though. But it's all we're going to be able DLSS to get on consoles. DLSS is amazing. Insanity. It's yeah. because it's machine learning. It has nothing. It's, it's machine learning. It's an AI machine learning like algorithm. So it's constantly making changes and trying to make things better with DLSS, where FSR is not. Yeah, the stuff um, you can. The stuff that I've done on D, with DLSS with Dying Light and with Cyberpunk on PC is insane. Yeah, um, now insane. FSR for people that don't know, FSR is being utilized on Switch. There's several games mm-hmm. that are using FSR on Switch, kind of behind the code as well. So. Um, yeah, FSR can also work on in, in on Nvidia cards, not just AMD cards. It's it's a yeah. open source type code, so it can be used on everything. But I mean, it'll help consoles. This is not something that's that's good for PC because if you got a PC, get an Nvidia card and are there wasting your, your money? Because I've only I've only turned it on to to basically benchmark it, and the benchmarks were so bad compared to DLSS that I turned it off. 
So I don't know exactly. Like, are there major performance games with FSR? Or is it just an upscaling the technique? Games, it, it, the games have to actually be uh, made for FSR. Like, they actually have to be made to to, to, to utilize FSR. Otherwise, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I wasn't very excited when I saw the news. Well, you don't have you don't play on your Xbox. You're a PC gamer, so it doesn't matter. I'm playing the Corey on Xbox. I yeah, still play my Xbox. FSR. That won't still need play on my Xbox. Yeah. yeah, sure, buddy. Sure. You're the one that doesn't play on this PC, Mister PC this is Master true. Race. This is my my graphics you card need, died. You need to I get gave it new life. Get with the program. And now I've been playing. Now I've been playing on it. So there you go. Yeah. Get with the program. We're supposed to be in this together. No, no, you that ship sailed. See, I start. I get into PC after years of making fun of Dev, and me getting in is his. He gets out. You send me a thirty-eighty, and things like change. It's like a spiteful move. He's just like, nah, I can't do it anymore. (laughs) I can't afford it. Can't afford Mm -hmm. it. You know, they they priced me out. I'm not part of the one percent. All right, I can't get in there. I will get you. Too damn expensive. Then we'll get you a Steam Deck. That's not no no. God no. I don't need a Steam awesome. Deck. I don't play anything. Great. I don't have couch games. We, that's not a thing for me. It's going to be There's great. No Speaking games. of FSR, it's going to be great. That's it. That's all I got for the news. All right. Well, let's get into these questions. First question comes from TPR. He says, with likely Atomic Heart and Stalker 2 being delayed to world events, it seems, like Definitely. Redfall and Starfield are the big flagship releases we have this year from them. Do you guys think Xbox has to do something more to keep momentum before this thing people are talking about called E3? And uh, if so, what is it? Or are we just kind of cruising? I think something out of left field would really work in their favor of, from a public morale point of view. You guys think that you know they need to do anything special? or I, I think Xbox good? is fine. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're like, I don't feel like they, they need to feel pressure to go out and compete with anybody they've got a great no. service they've got a great console they've got games now um those games are definitely they are definitely being delayed now i, I do think we'll see a giant starfield thing at their e3 showcase they're going to have their showcase in june it won't be e3 but it'll, it'll be xbox and they're going to do their traditional spot um they've got a bunch of studios man like would it be surprising if the coalition had something small to show no um, I expect we'll have Forza expansions to show off. See if these will get updates. Like they'll have, there's plenty of games, uh, oh, plenty yeah. of games to show. They'll have another. They'll have a big Game Pass something or another. Um, I would expect several of those. Uh, a lot of Game Pass announcements. So uh, I'm not Honestly, really concerned. Is Atomic Heart an Xbox exclusive? Uh, it's. I think it's time. That exclusive, I don't remember. But I think also- so. It's a Russian developed game, so it's not coming out this year. I, mean, I knew that. That was I, I knew that. I was just curious. Oh, I know why you learned that because uh, Garrett Garrett gave you uh, hell for yeah, it. I had no idea. I didn't care. I mean, they're gonna have we'll um, see what happens. like I said, they have Forza expansions. They'll do mm-hmm. something with Halo, right? Like double oh, Xbox will be fine. They've got Game What's Pass. What's that just other say game? Game Pass. Just say Game Pass. What's that other fine. game the the Fallout team is doing? Uh, the Outer Worlds. Two? Uh, okay, so Outer you're okay. Wilds? Outer Worlds. Outer no, it's Outer, it's Outer Worlds too. Worlds, yeah. And that's that's Obsidian, yeah. Obsidian, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. old Fallout team. Yes. Um. So I'm expecting, like, is that that should be ready soonish, right? If not, I if not released, so. but shown. Shown, yes, but of course, ready? no, I don't think so. Um, I would also working on it a while. Uh, no, it was announced <laughs> last year. Yeah, but they've been working on it for a while. Like they 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 didn't just start working on it last year. 
They had Dude, nothing to show for it One come out like year. the year before that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so maybe they've rules. been working on it for two years, if that. That's a lot of time. Yeah. In the pandemic? Yeah. Uh, on Game Pass acquisitions, I honestly 2019. October 2019. Yeah. yeah. Which is and then not the trailer a lot of time was like in the pandemic. Last year. Um, but on Game Pass acquisitions, I wouldn't be surprised to see like Gotham Knights or something end up in Game Pass for the fall. Yeah, I think they'll try. I think they'll swing for a big one. I think, you know, if they are, they've got the show and they've got mm-hmm. Sniper Elite. I don't know about Gotham. That might be too far, but nothing's too far. Like we've seen Xbox with how they're doing mm-hmm. it. Nothing's too far. But no, I expect that they'll have a few things. Maybe something EA, you know, jumps in. They'll have other partners. They've got indie exclusives. Like, I'm not I'm not really concerned about it. I've been saying this since Empire, since before we even started this podcast and beyond that. This year was always going to be a light year as their studios get ready. Like, they've been preparing games. And here's the thing. The reason that you knew that was when the consoles launched. Remember what a great year Xbox had that year? They released, like, nine first-party games a year. People don't realize because they weren't all the triple a ones that they want but they did release a lot of games that year they had uh flight sim and they had you know grounded and they just they released a bunch of games so this is this kind of the, the reloading year stuff there's so many goddamn games yeah i mean in the there's so Jesus. many people out there you, i agree with you you know i agree with you but there's so, <laughs> so many, many people out there games. that apparently weigh their value of a console solely on the amount of exclusive that yeah and it's yeah it's unfortunate. It is kind of a little unfortunate. I'm not saying that you're doing the TPR, um, but there are a lot of people that are. I see that often. Mm-hmm. They act like, you know, Xbox is like in dire straits. It's like, it's okay to go through. Because Nintendo has had a light couple years. Like, I'm very excited for this year because mm-hmm. they're finally reloading and pushing out again. Like, this happens. It's cyclical. This is happening. Yeah, like, PlayStation's, Call of Duty in the fall PlayStation's kind of having a light year, like, from, from what they've done in the past. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, this is, especially after COVID, I mean, this is to be expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. It's the, fine. It's The third fine. party will show up. Yep, they always do. Yep. yep. Xbox will yep. be fine. They got a whole bunch of studios yep. that's working on a whole bunch of stuff. And it's going to get to the point where we're going to have a whole bunch of stuff coming out all the time for Xbox. So this is fine. Get your backlogs ready. Yeah, uh, John32 <laughs> says that the Stalker 2 devs have recoded the Czech Republic. I saw that as well. I yeah. still expect that the game, I don't know what their tools are doing, if they're in the cloud and all that. Like, so I don't even want to, I don't yeah, want to, especially that game has already been delayed for so long. So let's just bank on it being delayed again. I think that's yeah. the safe, that's the safe route. Like, I'm not, I'm not counting on that one to show up at all. Also, that already got delayed to December. Plus, they've now lost a couple weeks because of the conflict, right? So. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. His. Yep. Follow up, not related at all. He says, "What's your go-to takeout Chinese food order?" I don't have one. I don't. I don't, I don't order takeout Chinese. I don't like Chinese food. Shrimp lo mein. Mm. I usually get like broccoli beef. Keep it real simple. Be perfectly honest. Good shrimp fried rice. Good to go. Yeah. In a shrimp bucket. Fried yeah. Shrimp fried rice in a bucket. Yes. Oh, the bucket. I prefer Thai Asian, food. If I'm doing Asian food, it's kind of it's Japanese or. Or nothing really. Yeah, I, I prefer Thai. Give me some Patsy U or something like that. That's about it. Yeah. Moving along, Kev wants to know what is your favorite sitcom and why is it Scrubs? Uh, so it's not, it's not Scrubs. Scrubs. It's, not yeah, Scrubs. it's definitely not Scrubs. <laughs> Never uh, watched Scrubs. Bro- bro- oh, you bro- should. It's good, but it's, it's not good. as good as it's not as good as Kevin makes it out uh, to be. It's uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine for me. 
You are young. Mm, I think I like Scrubs more than that, though. I've never seen Brooklyn Nine Nine. My it's wife good. loves it too. Brooklyn Nine Nine is great. It's good. But, it's funny. But uh, again, uh, I'm the youngest. Uh, I I started Scrubs when it was like ending. So. Sure. Scrubs is good. Sometimes have to be probably my least favorite television. So this is a tough one. I mean, I, I don't mean, watch. I'm them probably often. gonna have to just. Does, does Archer count as a sitcom? It took me a second to really realize no. what the hell does no, sitcom even mean. I don't think. Mean? I don't think the animation count. stuff. Why not? Because yeah, isn't it's, the it's, Simpsons it's its considered genre. the longest Animation's running sitcom? Its own genre. Isn't the no. Simpsons considered the longest running sitcom? But it's not. I don't think it's, they consider. In, do they consider the Simpsons a sitcom? I'm no, pretty no, no, sure no, no, they do. No, no, Let no, me no, check. No. The Academy Awards consider Simpsons. Fuck uh, the Academy Awards. Fuck the Academy yeah. Awards. Look, <laughs> Fuck what look, they we have voted and we said animation is out. Okay, then I don't have a favorite sitcom. Um, you again, got nothing. Like my least. Not the Fresh but, Prince. Not Martin. Not Living Single. Dude, my wife definitely, loves definitely not Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince of Bel-Air. Not, not I'm Martin. a Martin Like person. I love those shows, but it's not something. For me, if it's my favorite, it's something I'd go back and watch again. I'm not going to go back and watch those shows. Much like video games. Is that a sitcom? I, I wouldn't consider the Chappelle show. Yeah, show sitcom. That's sketch Is comedy. It? No, no, the sketch comedy. Sketch, sketch comedy. comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's not. My favorite sitcom, Seinfeld. That's my answer. No. Good answer. Not. Yeah. My favorite sitcom is that 70s show. That's a good then one. Then probably How, How I Met Your Mother and then Seinfeld. <clears throat> I love Seinfeld. I can watch Seinfeld over and over again. I still do. Yep. But I'm that way about that 70s show. I watch the 70s show. Constantly, I've seen it over and over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, if I'm again. gonna rewatch something over again, it's not gonna be a sitcom. It's gonna be like a drama TV show. And uh, as noticed by my, here's what I'm watching thread on yeah. Twitter. You watch old people shows, like yeah. CSI. Hey, yes, CSI. I watched, like, I watched for, for thirty seasons. Like I've, episodes. I've gone through twenty episodes of Murder She Wrote this week. Got to get started on Magnum PI. Okay, right. but actually, it's funny because my dad is watching Murder She Wrote. We oh need you to uh, give us your, your full take on MASH on the next <laughs> show. I've, ne- I've never seen an episode of MASH MASH ever. means it is time to go to sleep. Yes. Mm. That Nap theme time. song puts you right out. Oh, dude, The Office. God, how could I forget The Office? My daughter loves The Office. The Office is I, incredible. I can't, I can't watch truly, it. I get secondhand truly embarrassment. truly incredible. It's a good show. I, 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 do not, I do not watch soap operas. Just, Lightning just clear in a that up. Dying Light. The young the the as the world turns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it's not Archer, I got nothing. I hate you all for not letting me just choose Archer. It's great. I mean, I love Archer too. It's not a sitcom. That's, that's not a sitcom. I'll let you have it. We'll I don't let you have it. It's, we'll let you it's a situational comedy. Fine. It's a situational Fine. comedy. It Fine. just happens to be animated. Your answer is Archer. Here's the, the Archer, though. I think even you, you know, we both loved Archer. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hit and miss. I love it all. Yeah, yeah. Archer's like the the first half of Archer is way better than the second half of Archer. Uh, I I love it. Last I, season I enjoyed it. though, but there was a Last couple season seasons there where I was just like, "The hell is going on with this area?" Archer Noir, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Archer in space, ah, loved it. No, you don't. Again, you don't like space. We've been over this. Trying to be Futurama. <laughs> We've done that. Speaking I'm of okay Futurama, it's coming back. <laughs> Futurama's another one. Can I put that as a sitcom, too? It's situational. Sure. It's comedy. We'll let you have it. Well, if you get to do that, then I want to do Beavis and Butthead. Go for it. Absolutely. Huh. Let's go. I mean, I'm South waiting. Park, too. I, South Park. I've, is I've never South watched. Park. South Park I, and yes. Beavis and Butthead feel like I, sitcoms. I've, I've, I've never watched Beavis and Butthead. See, I would think of are. Beavis and Butthead more as like a sketch comedy. Like, it's it's animated, but it's more like in little skits. 
Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. Um, Family Guy. Another great one. Clearly, I just really like cartoons. King of the Hill? Oh, love it. I've King of the Hill's I've good. I've seen King of the Hill. King of the Hill's good. I was also, Damn surprisingly, it, Bobby. I don't know how that show did well outside King of, of the Texas. Hill, like a boomerang, gets better. I mean, like a wine gets better with age. Like, it's funny when you're a kid, but when you watch that again as a parent, boy, so it hits good. different. <laughs> yeah, it hits in a so completely good. different way. Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I don't know you. Even for like it's like it's I such a capsule Bobby. in time, but it still is so relatable. The episode mm. where they teach Bobby how to fight, and he just keeps uh. going around kicking guys in the balls. Mm-hmm. That's where the I don't know you comes from. It's my purse. <laughs> I love Mike Judge. I that can't wait to see me. whatever he's doing with Paramount. I'll watch anything he does. Oh, God, I love it. Love it. I just want a picture of a god dang hot dog. <laughs> propane and propane accessories. Bobby? All right. So Kyle the Pug says if you were to be inhaled by Kirby this is and he became a, a copy of question. you, what would be the first thing that Kirby would do? Uh, probably die of an estrogen overdose. <laughs> like. Wouldn't Kirby be able to absorb, absorb yeah. that? Yeah, he I, would he, just he, turn into you. Yeah. He, he, he are you would, are you it, about to die of one of those? Because I no, hope not. but it's a joke about it's a joke about be, like me, like it's me humor. That's the joke. Yes, I don't know what he'd do. I don't, I don't do much, man. This is the disturbing at work, play video games, podcast. He'd podcast. He, I I know exactly what Kirby would do if he turned into you. He'd go buy a bunch of shit on Steam. That works. Yeah, pulls out a deck. Can Kirby even access Steve? Kirby, Kirby version of Donnie just on Steam. He would just go big mouth mode, think or mouthful the, mode on Steam. The Kirby gif where he's fishing, the same thing, except he's just sitting there with a Steam deck, and that's <laughs> Donnie Kirby. Guys, I can't wait for my Steam deck gear. I'm so excited. That's gonna be when, awesome. oh, when's it arriving? It depends on how long it takes my friend to set it up for me. It's got to get to him, and then he's got to do the work to it, and then get it to me. So it's, I imagine it'll be a couple weeks. Kirby Dell would just be Kirby doing turns into you, manual he's labor. Something about Cadillac <laughs> on Mars. That's what no, he's he, going to do, so he doesn't get fired. Exactly, he'll be doing that and doing manual labor, like just painting, painting driveways and shit like that. What, what, what <laughs> doing dad stuff. Yeah, doing dad what stuff. Would, I was thinking, taxes. like, what would they wear? You know, because like when he inhales people, he, he assumes he, he their get, abilities. Oh, so yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking. I was like a like a hoodie, and like some Crocs, oh, sweats Kirby, and a t-shirt. If, if like, he would be wearing a Marvel or a superhero t-shirt with some Fubu shoes that are dirty because he's been cleaning and stuff in them. Probably wearing like a kind you of still have Fubu shirt. shoes. Oh, they God. sell them at Walmart. Still have stuff. Fubu shoes. They sell them at Walmart. It's still with bo- the kind of funny stuff. I am Why are you buying wearing shoes from Walmart right now? Because I don't want to mess up my good shoes. Oh my I, I'm literally Fubu wearing their merch right shoes now. from Walmart. Yes, you don't want to mess you up your good shoes painting and cleaning stuff. You know, bucket do that, of rice. Insane. He Just would definitely a, have a bucket of rice. A KFC sized bucket full of rice. <laughs> <laughs> How is that not your Chinese food answer? I like I like a bucket of rice, but I like I like lo mein a lot better. Bucket of rice and chicken wings. Isn't that what he said before? Yeah. So now he I can't mean, even get his story straight. It's always a go-to. That's a good go-to, but that's go-to. more for we a asked family. Him, what was your favorite Chinese food? He's like chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, that Still is what I buy for the family. 
Not just for me myself Nonsense. being the low man. Low main. I like low main. Right. There's nothing good. wrong with that. Yeah. Low main is good. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question from Matthew Dawson. He says, uh, what is your favorite boss fight ever? Great question. Yeah, this is a good one. I would like to bring up a bunch of No More Heroes things, but that's like basically the game. It's hard to choose. Bad Girl and Shinobu and Henry and who knows? Foo. Um, when I think of great boss fights, I don't think of like maybe like the most difficult boss fights that I overcame, which I think maybe some people do. When I think of boss fights, I think of like investment in a story and the ones that jump out to me are like Ocelot. Right. Mm, and like Metal Gear, yeah. like Metal that Gear, a, a lot one. of great ones. Um, and then the old crow from Death's Door, I always bring it up. But like that was like that sold the game to me. I think the entire boss fight, like the journey that you go on to then find yourself in that moment and how that moment is portrayed. Like I was he just was like, so mad. Is... See, I, uh... he was so <laughs> mad. Can I uh, cheat and say every boss fight in Lollipop Chainsaw? Yeah, I mean it's fine. You can, but I, I is there one? Then that's the thing with No More Heroes. It's like it's so hard to choose. It like that's the thing. Like they're they're like they're some of my favorite boss fights, but I can't I can't pick and choose like a boss. I, if I had to pick, it would be I think the third one when you like rescue your sister. Hmm. My favorite and my favorite I think No More Heroes boss fights are really from Travis Strikes Again, which is crazy because there's not like. They're not like the same kind of boss fights, but it's all of the story uh, narrative that came out of those that make them very memorable to me. Like when I think of them, those are like the first ones I think of. Mm-hmm. So. But the Metal mm-hmm. Gear stuff, there's a God, there's like six Metal Gear boss fights that are yeah. like there. I got to give like a, a honorable mention to Psycho Mantis because that was, was going to. Yes, that's a great. Psycho Psycho Mantis, Mantis, that was just Metal dope. Gear, Big Boss. Um God, I think there's like four Ocelot fights that I'm like, and some of those gave me like real, you know, arthritis in the knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite boss fight is actually probably Atheon, the first uh, Destiny boss. And it's mainly because like you could cheese him and there were so many just crazy shit you can do. And it was also more of the time period and how excited we were when we f- Did he go mute for I agree. anybody else but me? I agree. He went mute. Yeah. He went mute. I Keep agree, going. sir. I agree. Can't hear you, Dev. Very interesting. Riveting. <laughs> this boss fight is riveting. Nope. Keep going. Can't hear you. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Delvin? Um, riveting stuff. My favorite boss, well, one of my favorite boss fights, the one I can think of off the top of my head is from um, Arkham Origins. Batman versus Deathstroke. I thought it was so cool mm. how they did that in terms of like, it's just like, yo, Batman. It's how you want a fight with Deathstroke to go. Somebody who yeah, has the no. same abilities as Batman, you're going toe-to-toe, hand-to-hand combat, countering each other. Not like that bullshit they didn't, what it was, Arkham Knight. Where, it was Arkham Knight where <laughs> it's just a tank battle with them. It's so stupid. Yeah, like, nah, that wasn't cool. But fighting, fighting Deathstroke, going hand-to-hand as Batman, that's what I want in a Batman fight, like, this guy has the same abilities as Batman, can fight you just like that. I love that one. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. Kyle the Pug brought up another good one. Mr. Freeze one is really good. Yeah. 
Arkham City has some great boss fights. A lot of the fights in the Arkham series are great, uh, except most of the ones in Night because they're usually done with the tank. Yeah, I even tank. tank I like stupid. Oh, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what happened? Uh, my sound mixer just decided to crash. So Ah. I'd love an Arkham Knight like remaster, like a next gen update. There was a leak of that on like the Nvidia leak a while ago, so I'm hoping it comes. Take it, away it, ninety of it those trophies. Feels older, like even like when you go back to play it, it doesn't even hold up as well as like, maybe some of the remasters do. So it would be nice mm. if they touched it up. I'd like to go back to it. I wish they'd patch the remasters on to run at sixty frames per second on like a, yeah on PS5 or Series X. Mm-hmm. They were Get rid definitely of half of those broken trophies. on PC. Like that I Arkham mean, Knight was so bad on PC. Yeah, it was. I may still have that statue that came with the game somewhere around my house. I don't. I had to sell it. It's a good statue. I like. But it. also, bum, 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 shout out, shout out to a game special edition, literally spoiling the ending of a video game right, right as you open the box. Yeah, that was something. It's about the journey, <laughs> Haley. Never saw that ending, by the way. Stupid. You, you, what? Stupid. I never finished Arkham Because you have to do the Riddler protocol to get all those stupid fucking trophies. I hate uh, that no, shit. No, you wow. can get the ending of the game. The, but the, it's, tr- the, it's not the, the true ending. The sta- but yeah, but the statue's not even in the game. It's just a pr- pr- like a promotional item connected to the game. It just spoils what happens to Ben. Yeah, but you don't get to see the true ending unless you get all 500 of them stupid-ass trophies. That is so fucking... St- I am still mad about that. As you should be. And it's uh, also that the true ending was not worth it. I promise you. So I should just do initiate Arkham Protocol and say fuck it. Yes, I might just do that. I have like, <laughs> I want to say I have two hundred of the trophies. I still play it to this day because I'm like I'm gonna get this fucking true ending. You so realize stupid. you can you can initiate you can initiate Nightfall Protocol and then go watch the true ending on YouTube instead of torturing yourself, right? I might just do that, because this is stupid. <laughs> you should. You should just do that and, and be done with it. The Riddler won. Right, we Fuck got, him. We got two more questions, and then we're getting out of here. We got to do Jordan's question, this, man. It's been in there for like three weeks. I'm down with that. Yep. Oh, this this F1 question? Yep. That only you can answer? On a scale That's of fine. 1 to 10, how hyped are we for the start of We can F1? save it. Let's do your other right. questions. To survive review? Yo, yeah, answer we'll it, do so it. I don't have to worry about it later. Nah, we'll, we'll how, do how the other two questions first. Mine's a zero. Do Haley's question. <laughs> Haley, she wants to know who's playing Tiny Tina this week. Anybody? Nope. Uh, uh, nope. No, unfortunately, probably uh, not me either because I don't think I can not. afford it. Uh, I'm stoked for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, though. Delvin, yeah, I, it, it looked fun. It looks um, fun. I've just never been into Borderlands. Probably not because I'm playing um what is called Elden this week. Ring. You ever going to beat Horizon? I'm going to beat Horizon. I'm still playing Horizon. I'm going to hold you to it. Every week you come and talk about a different game, not Horizon. I'm going to keep bringing I, it up. But this is the thing. I keep playing know, Horizon keep while I'm playing it, it. I'm moving good. along in Horizon good, but I don't want to just keep talking about, well, I'm in this village now. I just want you to be prepared. <laughs> I want you to be prepared as you come. You're like, uh-oh. I'm bring so it need up. an update. Where are you in Horizon? What level are you in Horizon? Who'd you anyways? kill in Elden Ring? <laughs> I don't remember what level I am. I just did one of those, another one of those. What those things are called that you have to do? The cauldron missions, subroutine levels. The cauldron. That's what it's called. Is that what it's called? Cauldrons. When you have to go free the free yes, the, there are the there are That could he be says, one of the things you're playing. He yeah. said he's still playing it. Yes. Yeah. Sketchy. Kind of. Ske- uh. Yeah. 
kind of sus over Delvin. I am playing it. And I am pretty, not pretty far. What are those playing. things you do again? I don't you know fight what those the robots? Called. Yeah, you fight the robots. <laughs> <laughs> I got to this area where it's all covered in water and you have to save a bunch of people and stuff. That was cool. He's really paying attention. Yeah. yeah a whole lot totally. of attention. He's invested. Oh, I, okay, you got, Laser you got lined. To, you, uh, you got to Stilted Sands. That's what it's called? I don't know. He has no idea. <laughs> it's called something. He's just like, look, They're, I'm just killing robo dinos. I don't know yeah, they what told, the hell's going on. They told me what her name Gaia was like, hey, you gotta go way on the other side of the map. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are you crazy? I'm like, all right. You realize it's not really as far as it seems. It is exactly. when they keep giving you side missions in front of it. Like, oh, I'm walking like, hey, we need help. Help us. Help us. I mean, you, you can all always right. ignore the side missions. I'm not a terrible yeah. person. I don't want to just ignore those people asking for help. I have to help them. Computerized people. You do that in real life? Are you helping all these poor Floridians? Yes, all the time. How do you think I got those Jordans? <laughs> helping people, helping people senselessly for no reason. I I, oh, I lived through like getting a, pulled up by dudes with Uzis on a yeah, scooter. I am a walking open world video game. Just, everywhere I go, I get side quests and shit. I thought That's you were going to make a walking dead joke there because you literally sound like one day you're just going to have someone pull up on you and try to murder you. Probably. I, I, I don't take Somebody needs scooter. to make Delvin the game. That's what we yeah, need. Delvin should. the video game. <laughs> they really should. Flor- call it Florida Quest. Yes. It's like Persona. He has a timer. He has to make his next podcast, but he's got to do all these missions before. <laughs> That's exactly how it feels. <laughs> yeah, so keep himself from getting fired from Cadillac on Mars. Yeah, he's yeah. got like a calendar, and it's like you've got these 17 podcast appearances to make. But in between, then you got to handle these chores. You got to get to work. It's like, it's just a Persona game. Kill these rats. Yeah. yeah. Th- don't worry about happens. this dude on the Uzi. Yeah, the, guy, the guy with the Uzi is always <laughs> creepy. Somebody walks through a oh, random side man. quest. Yeah. That's my life. Hobos throwing shoes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Don't forget oh, to eat. Man. Buckets of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep Buckets that stamina up. Mm-hmm. Buckets of rice. Oh, all day. All day. Yes. <laughs> Brings a whole new meaning to the Delvin Cox experience, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the game. Uh... Okay, on that note, we're going to get the hell out of here. We have a we still didn't do these other two questions. Yeah, he doesn't questions. care about he doesn't care about the these no, two questions. No. Give us the two Fine. questions. We'll start with Jordan's question so we can get out of the way. On a scale of one to ten, how hyped are we for the start of F1 Drive to Survive review? Well, those are two different questions. How oh. hyped are we for the start of F1? Ten. You all should be very hyped. No, not at all. Zero. Big fat zero. All right. I just don't, I just don't like five. Things. Okay. I didn't either. Like no. I, everybody knows I got into no. F1 uh, early no. COVID. So this has been something I've been doing for a couple of years now. Now, listen to me. Seriously, heed this advice. Give Drive to Survive a chance. It's one of the best. And I'm not joking. And I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not embellishing here. It's one of the best reality TV shows like Ooh. available. Haley, I think you'd love it. That's not hard to do. Um, well, it really question, is. Where can it be watched? Because Netflix. Don't have cable. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's one of Netflix's best original programs. That's also not. Um, hard it, what it does is it it very much like Americanizes F1, which I think is the hurdle for most people. And here's the thing, though, 
you don't have to be a racing fan to enjoy it. My wife watches it with me and she likes it and she doesn't watch a race and doesn't give a shit. It's Still very, no, it's not. It's very dramatic. And it very much like <laughs> raises like these rivalries and you like, you kind of root for these people over these people. It's got a lot to it. You guys should watch it. But the new season started last weekend. I watched it. It was amazing. The new regulations look great. All the new cars, like they're, they're faster. They, they can pass. They can overtake better. I'm very excited. I would yeah, like I to you. have more F1 fans with me. I saw you so. retweeting a bunch of that. And actually, uh, you were retweeting it uh, when I went to my dad's for dinner, which I won't get into. But it went well, uh, surprisingly. Anyways, uh, my brother, like, while we were waiting for dinner to finish cooking, he started throwing on, like, F1 uh, YouTube videos. And I was just like, all right, I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. But- it has definitely become – I was never into racing. My dad actually always hated it because my dad – you know, my dad's side of the family are from Georgia. And they're the mm-hmm. southern folks. They love the NASCAR. And I always hated NASCAR. I was like, this is ridiculous. So I never got into racing. phrase to mute on Twitter. F1. I never got... Good luck. I hate you so much. Um, (laughs) I never got into NASCAR, but like when I got into... uh, It was was Drive to Survive early. And it was also like Seth. Like learning about it early on from Seth. And then I found Drive to Survive when we had COVID. Because I was just... There was a point in time early COVID where I was just... I think we even talked about a show. I was just like, I had to find Mm -hmm. something to watch. Like, I've been stuck in the house for so long, so I gave it a try. I watched the first season. I'm like, this show is amazing. So then I started, because I got into the show, I learned about the sport. I learned about the rules. So when I watched the race, one of the things that was very confusing before was I didn't know anything about F1. I was like, you know, like, you do the, when you don't know anything about it, you do the dumb thing. You're like, oh, who wants to watch a bunch of cars go in circles? But when you know what they're doing, right, it's way more entertaining. And the show gives you that education. And you know what the teams are doing. You know what's at stake. You know the rivalries. So once you do all that, um, then I really started to get into it. And then as you guys know, for the last couple of years, I've been watching. I watch all the races. And then I watch Drive to Survive. And I just rewatched Drive to Survive. For my review, Drive to Survive, uh, Jordan, I didn't think this past season was the best one. They focused heavily on this big rivalry, which was important. That was the story. But I think they glossed over kind of a lot of the storylines throughout the season that I would have liked to see them do. Um, but if anybody cares, I'm on team AlphaTauri. You gotta have a midfield team, Dev. You can't just root for one of the kingpins. You gotta have a midfield team to root for. Right? So that's saying words. The great thing about F1, Dev, is that you can get really, really excited to see your team finish fourth. Like, you can get it's really still, it's excited. Cars. It's cars. It's cars awesome. driving around you the like track. You like cars. We've no, talked about I cars. I don't like cars. No, we've talked. You like cars. We have talked about cars. I, I like, like the cars. way cars look. So you, That's the about F, the extent. The F1 of, cars this year have a brand new look. Those don't look cool. You got I don't new know. wheels. You got new rims. You're talking about. <laughs> no, they do corners no. at 195 miles per hour. I don't give a fuck. They're amazing machines. Marvels. I believe it. I believe Hybrid everything engines. that you were saying. I believe all of the words coming out of your mouth, but I know it's not for me. Especially so, when you throw in the whole reality TV bit. No, signing off. It's so I'm good. Sorry, it's so I'm glad good. you. I'm glad you. It's one of the it. best. You haven't even tried it. I've found a newfound passion for you. I'm so I hate glad Destiny you found so this. much. I hate Destiny so much. <laughs> and that's okay, and that's okay. And I and I, I accept your Destiny hate, and that's okay. That's why I don't talk about it. <laughs> You don't want to hear it. I get it. But I'm very happy that you found this newfound love for F1 and racing and you spend all afternoon waxing your car and all that. Look. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. What does that say? It's Alphatari. That's his team. Uh, 
Yes. It's my midfield yeah, team. I'm I'm really happy for you that you found this and you found this like newfound like joy. It's awesome. Like legit. I wish I could I'm share with you. more friends. It'd be more fun if I could share with more friends. I'll check yeah, out your show. Cool. But I'm in the midst of rewatching the boys, and that comes first because season three starts soon. So. Hmm. Haley, as much TV as you watch, you could find a way to fit this in. Yeah, you uh, watch a thousand TV shows. You're watching day. a show right now. I promise. There's a show you that you're watching. I, think, while I don't remember. I think it's season two. You see one of the drivers who's no longer in the sport, Grosjean, literally drives right into a barricade, and his car explodes like in oh. a giant. Oh, like speed racer. That's and not the good. dude walk like he gets out of it. <laughs> he like, gets out he, and walks away. He gets out and like he's all oh, he's right. He's burned, broken hand and stuff, but like. Just seeing, witnessing it. It's just, it's such grand spectacle. And they the show does such racer. a good job of portraying the sport and teaching you all the ins and outs of the sport while also being entertaining. Because um, there's a lot of like backstabbing. It's very petty. It's extremely so it's, petty. It sound, what I'm hearing from you is it's wrestling in cars. Kind of. Or at least the drive to survive is. <laughs> Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm getting. There's like all you're kinds getting, of like, like backdoor dealings. All where of they, the fanfare. You know, a driver will come out and he's like, I love. The match. He comes exactly. out and he's like, I love McLaren. And the next week he's leaving McLaren in the middle of the season. And everybody's getting all up in arms about it. And everybody's upset. And then, you know, like these two drivers are rivals. And one of them puts the other one into a wall. And, you know, like it's, it's yeah, it's a lot of that. That's why I'm saying like as a reality TV show, the TV show, even if you don't care about racing and you don't care about the sport and you're like, I'm never going to watch it. The TV show on its own is still entertaining, even the if you drama. never look just because of the drama. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the best. Honestly, I think it's one of the best. It's up there with like Stranger Things, like one of the best things Netflix has done. It's actually, and wow. if you don't agree with me, it was number one when it came out and the like it charted on Netflix, which is a huge thing to do, right? It is. Yes. They have a greenlit like three other ones. They're doing a drive to survive for golf and for tennis. Like this is becoming a thing Charting because it on- is. It has become so popular, this Char- this I'm Netflix really- show. Charting on Netflix can save your show if it's in dire straits too. Like it's what it's what got Lucifer its sixth season. It's what got manifest. Oh, it's kind of like a phenomenon. Of- this this show. Ninety Day Fiance. I've never. I would never. I would never uh, watch that. No, no, thank you. My wife likes that show. It's- I don't watch none of those shows. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I got nothing for it's that. another it's, uh, you meet drama you get married nonsense. In 90 days. That sounds awful. Yeah, yeah. That it, it's just, just I hate like weddings, the, so. the reality. <laughs> There's no weddings. I don't like, think. I mean, it's got to be it's, right. It's, you get married in 90 days. Well, uh, this says 90 day fiance. It doesn't say anything about no, 90 no, no, day no. It doesn't no, no, no. marriage. They're your fiance. You get married in 90 days. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. that's the premise Or you of the don't. Show. No, thank you. Right. Or you don't. Yeah, I hate I hate weddings. What's that last question? See, I was going to save this for Elaine, but we'll go ahead and burn Dude, it. Dude, nobody knows when that is. This that is could be true. in 2024 for hmm. all. Like, I'm, who, I'm holding what's out coming hope. out first? Like, right? Like, is, is Fable <laughs> coming out before Elaine gets back? Nobody fucking knows. Look, we love, a, we love Elaine, but let's answer the question. Yeah, like, we can't do this forever, man. <laughs> if the sorting hat... Well, this is from John 32. He says, the if the sorting, sorting hat was placed it's on your heads, oh, which God. house would you be placed in? Exactly. That's why I was waiting for you. No, you don't know. You have. You got nothing. Um, I will allow you to answer for me. I've only seen You're the first movie, in. so I know what houses are. You you absolutely know what houses are. Yeah, because I, I saw the first movie. They they expressed it, that in the first movie. 
Donnie the State of Play Slytherin. came out after the last show like, last week, right? It was the next day? Well, the, the State of Play? Did, did uh, yeah, I think so. How did you guys like the... The thing. So I didn't Delvin watch and it. I are going to talk about it extensively this weekend. Oh, we well then definitely don't talk about it here. Yeah, yeah. Possibly um, talk about it two podcasts. I mean, be, no, we we, we like could. Insanity. However, um, I will bring up that like uh, someone called. <laughs> they invited some, her here to my show, asked her yeah, question, and her yeah, response was, "Well, we're not going to talk about no, your show. No, we're going to no, talk no. about our I other show." Answer, I will answer. Your wow. Question. Just tell, I will just answer tell your the question. truth, Haley. I'm just stating. I'm stating that Delvin and I are like Delvin specifically wanted to. I know what I'm doing the next time I go to PSXP. One hundred. I'm not going to talk uh, about that here. You want to hear uh, more from me? Check out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Relax. Good job, relax. Haley. I appreciate that. <laughs> Anyways, um, someone called me out. I won't name names. Um, for uh, being. It was Kyle. I guess it was not Kyle. It it's always Kyle. Else. Okay. <laughs> We'll say Kyle, but it wasn't. I'm not going to name names. Uh, he named uh, names. Someone called me well, out. I'm not going to name names. It was definitely Kyle for for wanting to uh, for wanting to buy this, but not supporting other things. Um, I will say, I no longer want to buy this game. Uh, it is blood libel. Like it is literally the plot of this game is now entirely anti-Semitic. Uh, it is. Ooh, what? Boy. No, it's not. Yes, How it is. How is that possible? I didn't even of- see this, and I'm like, I don't believe you. There's no the entire way. plot of this game is to How? stop a goblin uprising based on these goblin creatures, which are based off of anti-Semitic stereotypes. What? The goblins are based on... Anti-Semitic what? stereotypes, yes. God damn okay. it. So basically, anytime oh, anything there's, has there's, to do Haley, with money... at some point, there's too much wokeness. Okay. Anti... I can't even Anti-Semitism? Sem... It's anti-Jewishness. That's what it is. Goblins. No, he's looking it up. Um, yeah, he's he's looking it up, and it, it just sounds nonsensical. Hogwarts Legacy accused of using an anti-Semitic trope with a goblin plot. Okay, people. Sometimes you take things just way too damn far. I'll okay. read into it. Now that Jesus. you say, it, I'll read into it to see. I want to be I informed, mean, but I want to put some it in have interpreted the goblins run the bank. And they're going against the goblins way back in the day. I don't understand why we have to automatically always associate anything with money with Jews. I do not understand that. Uh, you should look into that. I'm not getting into that. There's well, a very I'm not big gonna. Reason. I'm not gonna. This is the game. You're, you're, it's a gob. It's goblins. It's goblins. I don't want to comment until we want PSX. <laughs> it's goblins. <laughs> I'm a made up world. Of goblins and magic. Can it just be that? No, you yeah, can never just. Let that's what I was thinking. Like you can't. People always have to have. Uh, I don't know, like a cause. Like, why do we always have to be an activist? I just want to play are there, things. Are there Jewish fun. groups saying this, or is this just yeah, no, fans on is, Twitter no, saying there this? Are, I, I, there are Jewish people calling this game. Out. Not people. I don't want to, this one person that you know is Jewish who said it. Are there Jewish I, no, groups? I saying am specifically saying Jewish groups. Yes, and it's all—it's not just on Twitter. It's on TikTok. It's on Tumblr. Like it's—it's it's hmm. all over the internet. Tumblr They're calling it out. Yes, it still exists. Tumblr yeah. still yes. a thing. I will say this: no matter what happens, this game is going to be marked with controversy, whether this oh, was in the game or not. So. Yeah. I don't want to say I'll take it with a grain of salt, but this article has John Stewart reaching out for comment. What? 
In a video posted to Twitter, Jon Stewart clarified his comments, saying, I do not think J.K. Rowling is anti-Semitic. I did not accuse her of being anti-Semitic. I do not think Harry Potter is anti-Semitic. Hold on, the Daily Show so host Apparently John he said Stewart? something that was taken, yeah, he was taken out of context. Oh, my God. Oh, God, okay. All right, in I the mean, podcast, if we're yeah. going to do that, everything is anti-something at this point, so don't play anything. I'm yeah. sure you could draw lines if you wanted to. Like, if you wanted absolutely. to try hard, you could. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, that's, that's a bummer. I, I thought when I was on Twitter that people were saying that they liked whatever was being shown. Oh, so. there are plenty of people saying they like it. There are also plenty of Jewish people expressing concern with the plot of this game. Like I said, this game is going to be... The thing is, the only people drawing those lines are them. And the thing is, if you're not anti-Semitic, you're not drawing those lines and you're not even thinking about that. You're playing a game that's in Hogwarts, that you're just... You're, you're trying to be a wizard. Like, that's... I don't know. That's it. it again... That the goblin anti-Semitism issue goes back further than Harry Potter, as noted by John in the comments. So, like, it's it's been a long. No, I saw that. There is like a again, like, and that's my Nazi thing. Anytime of cartoon characters, anytime stuff there's money, the yeah. Thing. Anytime there's money, we're just gonna automatically find a parallel, find a line to draw, which I yeah, think is be, absolutely. Since ridiculous. you don't want to look it up, I'll explain because it used to be the only jobs that Jewish people could get. That's why it's drawn back to Jewish people. Anytime money. So I, I guess think. you know. I appreciate that the question was about this damn hat going on our heads, <laughs> and we got here. Well, because Donnie asked about the state of play. It was about the hat. I just want to know if you like the game. Or the house we were gonna be on. <laughs> that mean, was the it, question. It, the game looked good, and then all of this, and I, I was like, no. Well, my so. answer is I've never had to play this damn game because I don't, I you don't, don't know anything can't. about Harry Potter. Me and my daughter thoroughly enjoy Harry Potter. I might get it and play it with her. This may be something that we do together. That was as far as the sorting hat. <laughs> as far as the sorting what hat. What are the hats? Uh, you wear hats? No, it's it's well, one hat, and it decides which house you go into. So the hat talks. Yeah, the hat yeah, talks and tells you. It's sentient. Let me look up the um, yeah. what the hat. So the sorting is. hat. Your first year, in, your first year at Hogwarts, everybody goes in the sorting hat. They put it's the like hat the on school. you. It talks yeah. to you, tries to figure out who you are, what you're about, and then it puts you in a house. Wait, you go to witch school and you talk to a hat? Uh, yeah. The, the hat, hat talks to you. The hat talks to you. You don't talk to the Does hat. Does it like well, come visit you in your room or something? No, or is there a special like, no, you talk to the hat? Everybody's you, in a line. You go sit down on the stool. The hat gets placed on you. It talks to you. Tells you so everybody about hears what the hat says to you. Yes, yes. Everyone hears what the hat says to you. And mm. the only person who has successfully convinced the hat to not place them in a house is Harry Potter. Okay, Harry. So like the house is put him in Slytherin. Special. Yeah. Like no, not Slytherin. Sounds like a here. like a horror movie script or something. Okay. Got, Sounds like, like a bunch of shenanigans and tomfoolery like and magic, right? We've got this talking hat. Yes, the, <laughs> we're gonna put I it mean, on your head. It might kill you. It might not. It's like some sauce. We've shit. also got goblins and and dragons that and hate Jews and <laughs> giants and all kind of other wow. craziness. You got brooms and witches, spells, curses. So, so people can understand, the sorting hat was a sentient magical hat at Hogwarts that determines which of the four school houses each student belonged to. The four houses are Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Puff, Ravenclaw, and Slytherin. So that's what it does. It tells you which house you belong to. Yeah, which houses are you guys? And the houses uh, I, are based I on your be- personality. 
I would be Gryffindor. Uh, you are definitely Slytherin, Donnie. Uh, I would say Dev is probably. What does that Ravenclaw. mean? Am I, am I on the pro Jew side? No, that's that's <laughs> which not one hates what that which one was. hates the Jews? <laughs> Apparently, all of them. Uh, oh, they all hate the Jews. <laughs> I, 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 they must because if all of the the houses are going against this Goblin Revolution, they must all hate them, right? Um, yep. I believe when I took the little quiz thing, I, it put me in um the uh, oh god. He doesn't even know. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. That's where it puts So you're both Gryffindors. Mm Mm-hmm. Delvin, what are you? I don't know. I'm looking up the Harry Potter houses now. So each house means certain different things. Yes, yes, it does. If I remember correctly, Hufflepuff is like compassionate. Yeah. Um, Gryffindors are brave and something like that. Uh, Brave, headstrong. uh, Look at you two. Heroes. Um, uh, Ravenclaw is like cunning. I want to cool. say cunning, uh, smarts. There's a bunch of like descriptions for it. Uh, Ravenclaw, Donnie Slytherin, Hufflepuff, be- because of the. Uh, I'm trying to think of the. I uh, can't remember the classification for it. De- yeah, Delvin fits that. Yes, I've been judged. You have not you been, have judged. been by the sword and hat. You can't even remember why. Uh, hold on. <laughs> You just said so. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to ruin my Google search history just for this. Uh, ambitious, uh, cunning, strong leaders, achievement oriented. You which have, one is that? Yeah, that's which Slytherin. That? That's Slytherin. Yeah. That's you. I am not achievement oriented. Slytherin. No, Slytherin the, you fit and, the rest of it. And Gryffindor are like, you can go either way really easily. Yeah. Hmm. You might almost be Gryffindor, to be perfectly honest. I like I like you guys in your witchy zodiacs. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's I've awesome. only seen the first movie. I That's mean, how I do it. If if you want to choose a house based on colors, it's real weird. Gryffindor is like uh, red and orange, and then the rest of the houses are like one color and white. So like Slytherin's green and white, or like green and silver. I hate the color green. It's like uh, my least favorite color. Hufflepuff is like yellow and silver, and Ravenclaw is blue and silver. And See, I thought Ravenclaw was purple. No, it's blue. It's purple's my favorite color. Uh, I would be. I want to go. Where's the purple team? Can I just, yeah, buy so the just, just about to there, say who's there, on the purple team? There isn't a purple, the purple team. team. Then you know what, good. Donnie? We're making. We're making. Damn them, right? straight. We're making a purple team. <laughs> okay, and that's where we're going. All right. Maybe we're, the we're, goblins. Yeah, there you go. We're the I'm gonna say call the purple team. Cats meow. Because Donnie like cats, and the cats go meow. There you go. What? Which team has cats? He's no, no, he's no, no. We're gonna call it the ducks or something like that. Like dark yeah. duck. He rocks purple. Let's fucking. He go. was literally yeah. making a cat's meow joke. There you go. Like, cat's meow team. There you go. Oh cat my ducks. god. Okay. <laughs> See, it's working. Cat ducks. We gotta go. We're cat we're ducks. done here. Your nonsense. Put, what a show! Hat, what a ride! Put the hat on. It says cat ducks. Cat the last ducks. Twenty minutes. <laughs> two, two hours long. Can we mute him? Can, can we mute him, please? Can, just we can, stop yeah. his nonsense. Yeah. Cat ducks. Get. Oh, I muted Dev. <laughs> Even wrong, wrong one of us. Come on. Just losing it. Just losing it over there. Elaine, you see what I put up with? Come back. On my, you see what on, I'm my, on my on my little widget here, you guys are right next to each other. I clicked on this the wrong one. He's got like thirty words in his name. Oh, That's not on, on the widget. You don't see any of that. 
Yeah, you just see the image, right? It does yeah, just see, and it's got overlays all over it. <laughs> it's like on screen, hide on screen. There's like buttons and stuff. It's hard to see. Plus, I also like minimize it, so it's really small. Mm. Okay, well, we're gonna go. Yeah. This has been episode what twenty nine. Who cares? Yes, it the is episode Play some 29. video games podcast. It has been a hell of a ride. We thank you if you actually stuck around this long, and if you enjoy our shenanigans, please check us out on Twitter at PSVG, over on YouTube at PSVG, and you know what? Come to our Discord and just try to woo Donnie back. Just not doing it. Bring him back. Boycott the Hogwarts game. Stand for something, people. Stand for something. Oh, God.